Well, look, I think it is bullshit, but I mean, I don't know how it works, man. I'm just, you know, I just happen to know the process. You know? I feel like you've done it before. I no, I haven't done it. I have not. I have not sent anybody one of those things. And I don't know, man. Like, uh, well, like, they send you messages and stuff on there. And, uh, I've never been on OnlyFans. I don't really know. Well, look, like I said, I, you know, like I went through a phase, you know, I, 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 I subscribe to a couple. You just want to real, see real pussy, like yeah. <laughs> pussy that you know you can well, get. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, psh, get the get the hell out of here. There's plenty of those um, on OnlyFans that I couldn't get. Yeah, they're. Uh, I think like solid ninety five percent. Yeah, but then you get like the girl from high school that wouldn't have sex with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you get her on there, and you're like, well, I kind of aspirate to her because I did it to her yearbook photo. I might as well masturbate to her titties now. The same yearbook photo from the past like 10 years. It's getting kind of old. I need new content. I might as well just masturbate to her titties. New material. No, no. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of girls that we went to high school with that, you know, have the OnlyFans now. There has to be. It's it's too popular for there not to be. Well, I'm not allowed to be on OnlyFans. You know. well, I'm not saying, you know. I there's no reason for you to be on OnlyFans. You yeah. have a girlfriend. I'm exactly. Just, she lets me see her boobies You just sometimes. get home and say, hey. No, I ain't how that works. I don't know, man. I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. Anyway, what's going on, guys? Thanks for listening to another episode of This One Time. Uh, We've been recording this whole time? No, 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 no. So... <laughs> I just started like halfway through that. Okay. I thought it would be funny. Okay. <laughs> but um, anyway, loved by everybody, requested by none. This, we got back today, uh, Austin Green. Requested by none? I was just kidding. I'm just joking. Everybody requested you. I doubt that. I had so many people. Everybody honestly messaged me and they're like, yo, this is the only one we liked. I, they were like, they're like, honestly, we could just listen to the other guy. I you know, feel like you should uh, leave the show and have him replace you. I feel like you shouldn't be self-deprecating on your own show. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I don't believe you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, nah, man. So, you know, um, fuck, there was something I was going to talk to you about when, when you showed up and um, I totally forgot. You know what show? It's because I showed up in my in my boy shorts. Oh, so one, I got you all distracted. One hundred percent. You dropped your keys and bent over and yeah. instantly. Like, yeah, out in the parking lot. Rock solid. Yep. One hundred percent. I mean, I looked at you and I forgot everything. I was speechless. I believe I, that. Yeah, I was. Cause I was like, holy fuck. I was wondering why you wouldn't put your tongue back in your mouth. You know, I just couldn't resist it. But uh, <laughs> no, you know. Um, I wanted. To, I was gonna bring this up right before you texted me to come to come over and record this. Uh, I was watching Euphoria. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I was gonna ask you because we haven't talked. Have you gotten into that show? Oh yeah. Dude, I just got into it like probably a couple days ago. Cause I mean, well, I remember when it came out back in 2019. Yeah. Like people were talking about it and shit, and I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. I'll watch it eventually. Not like really yeah. thinking about it, but like what was it, like the past month. This show has caught so much fire. Like, well, it just blew the hell up. Me and my girlfriend watched the binge watched the first season. Right. And like, as one does. Yeah. Well, I wasn't expecting to like it. Like, you know, because I thought it was just like, well, 
little thing about me is if everyone else likes the show, I don't want to watch it. One hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch it. I still haven't <laughs> seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, see, well, I watched it because my girlfriend made it. Yeah. But I ended up liking it. You ended up, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but so I would recommend it. I definitely think we both have this kind of thing. If yeah. it's like part of pop culture and everyone is telling you to watch yeah. it, we won't watch it until like it dies out. Yeah, exactly. You know, I didn't start watching Breaking Bad until like the ninth season. Yeah, or like the last, the last season, season. the fifth season. Yeah, I didn't. But the last season, I, I, my mom, my parents were the ones who got into it, and they're like, "You got to watch this show." So I, you know, like right before the last season came on, I binged the fuck out of it, watched like the entire like last four seasons in about fucking like a month. That's exactly what I did. Give or take. I heard the series, the series finale was coming. Yeah, like the final season. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I guess I'll go ahead and binge watch it so I can. Uh, figure out what to feel like oh I don't want to feel like I'm left out right Game of Thrones I really had no desire to watch I watched one episode and I was I I wasn't hooked but But, everybody tells me but my my girl likes it so I was like you know I'll give it another shot right and it turned out pretty good the first episode was a little blah but after that once you get through that I might the show kind of just takes off I might have to go in and, and redo it but uh, for the most part, a lot of these shows, you know, I won't, ooh, we won't watch until the end, or yeah. you know, somewhere, somewhere till the hype. Once the in. memes are over, once the memes are over, for sure. Then I don't want to watch anymore. Walking Dead isn't one of those shows. Walking Dead I, was good for like the first season. I I watched the first season and haven't yeah. seen the season. After that, it's just no. a soap opera. Was not obviously. Yeah. And well, I don't want any part of that. I don't know if I'll ever even go back and revisit that show. I don't think so either. I don't think I will. I don't think <laughs> Turns I will. out that I don't care about zombies at all. Well, I like zombies. You know, I like zombie movies. In movie, and, and yeah, and movies. Stuff. I think movies. You're right. You're yeah. right. I don't, no. wanna, I don't like, want to spend 12 like episodes. One hour. One hour, that's it. Yeah. Done. You know? I don't want to spend 12 episodes right. with a fucking zombie cult. I don't care. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Fun. Dawn of the Dead, I'll watch that. One an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Clean cut. It's okay, though. It's you get, good. You get, six, you get six people in a movie and you know. Fucking you know, solid. They got to figure out how to figure it out. Then they all end up getting eaten anyway. It's yeah, fine. It's all good. <laughs> but, you know, going back to Euphoria, I, I, I wasn't expecting to like it either. You know, and um, I had my, you know, previous uh, assumptions about it because, you know, yeah. all I knew was it was a bunch of teenagers who do drugs and fuck and yeah. all this stuff. And I was like, nah, I don't know. Another teenage show yeah. about this shit, drama, whatever. And I think now that we're getting up in age, it's hard for me to watch these shows who, like, they, uh, the actors, you know, they're predicting, or not predicting, or uh, portraying, per- portraying yeah. um, teenagers. And I'm like, you know, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to watch, watch like, it's hard to yeah. watch, like, some 16-year-olds, you know, fuck, and you're watching this girl get naked, and you're like, ah, I feel so fucking pre- pervy right now. Yeah. I'm fucking creepy. Exactly. And then, like, but also on the other hand, I think what like everybody on that show is obviously over eighteen, like our age. Yeah, so it's like, nah, I don't know. Like, um, I mean, fuck, Zendaya's on there, and she's only a year younger than us. Exactly. That's like, what I mean. Everyone, I think everyone in that show is pretty much our age. Yeah. So you know what's crazy? Yeah, yeah. You remember Knocked Up? Yeah, yeah. The daughter from Knocked Up is is uh, Cassie's little dude, sister, dude. Uh, Judd Apatow's, Apatow's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I looked that up. Um, because yeah. um. Yeah, Lexi, uh, the credits were rolling, and, you know, I'm just like, whatever, I'm waiting for the next episode to play, and I'm seeing the actors' names, and it says, you know, I can't think of her her name right now, but it's something Apatow, obviously. Yeah. And I was like, that's not exactly a very common last name. Exactly. That has to be his his kid. And so I looked it up, and it's like, yep, father is Judd Apatow, Leslie Mann's her mom. Yeah. Jesus, man. And she's in this show. I mean, I doubt, I doubt. I don't know how much her parents watch that show. 
And well, she's not really like a... No, she doesn't. Like, so far, I'm not caught up. I'm not caught up. Um, yeah. I binged, like, the fuck out of the first season, and then I'm on the second season right now. I'm on, like, the fourth season, fourth episode of the second season. Oh. So... I haven't watched uh, Sunday's episode yet. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Me and my girl. Actually, let's watch it tonight. Yeah. But, I'm, actually, it's funny you brought Euphoria up, because I was actually talking to my girlfriend right. about this, and I was listening to another podcast, um, and they were talking about 13 Reasons Why. Okay. Now... See, both of those shows, he said that 13 Reasons Why was a completely irresponsible show. Okay. Which, I kind of agree. So, the first season was great because they had good source material. Right. And, like, the book was really good. At least I read the book. I read the book a lot. Um, I really connected with it for some reason. Um, but, uh, watching the first season, I really liked. Really connected with that. But then, so I made the... I, thought about this is I think Euphoria watching Euphoria and all the stuff that they deal with and like how they're able to be shocking but you're still invested in the characters and you're I mean even like a character like Nate Jacobs like for some reason you're still rooting for that guy for some reason like you want to see that for some reason you're like watching like I kind of want this to pan out like you know what I mean he's a fucking asshole you, you know what I mean no, but like, you know what <laughs> you know what I, I'm sure there's people who agree with you yeah. but here's the thing yeah is I don't. <laughs> I don't. He, I like they, they, they write him, and he, uh, they write him so well that as the the creators or whoever the creators and writers right. of the show are, and then that guy, I can't think of his name, uh, whoever the actor is, yeah. portrait, you know, he he is Nate Jacobs. That dude just does a phenomenal job yeah. acting because I fucking hate him. <laughs> I hate him one hundred percent. And not one point. I was just having this conversation at work today. Yeah. Not one point in the show do I ever root for him. Do yeah. I ever, you know, uh, feel for him? Anything? You know, everyone in the show, honestly, I, except yeah. for Lexi, I think every every single character is shitty in their yeah. own, in their own way. They do shitty things, but they also, you know, do not shitty things. Yeah. You know, you feel for them, you like them, you hate them, whatever. All the whole the whole the whole spectrum of feelings for this show it's great it's phenomenal the one character who i've never felt for nate jacobs yeah and well <laughs> i'm just saying man. Yeah, i just say i get that I, you know I mean, and like you know they try to do the whole backstory thing yeah. and everything like that and it's just like no nah, i'm still well, that's the thing is like you see his dad like how his dad treats him and it's like i guess it's just like he's always in a constant dick swinging match with his dad I get it, and, you know, and it's 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 like I understand. That's one of those. It's it's one of those. I get the reasoning, you know, yeah. the cause and effect. Yeah, I'm, I don't feel it for. It, but, but like, yeah, I, I get you. But the third, well, I, I was just talking to my girlfriend about this. Was is like back to the original point is I think Euphoria is everything. Thirteen reasons why wanted to be. Okay. See, I don't think you have the Euphoria craze unless Thirteen Reasons Why is out. Because if I think if. 13 Reasons Why didn't come out, then Euphoria comes out. I think everyone who hates 13 Reasons Why would have hated, would hate Euphoria. So you're, but so Euphoria, you're, I feel like, does it tastefully. So, essentially, 13 Reasons Why broke down the wall for shows yes, like but I think to come through. Exactly. And I think, like... Because they started the conversation. Yes. Yeah. And, and my problem with 13 Reasons Why, like... Two, I think there was four seasons. Oh God, I don't. Know. I don't know. I stopped watching I, after. I watched the second season. I watched. The we watched season. it together. We watched it together. But and yeah, no, no. I but after I mean, but even watching the second season, they contradict everything they do in the first season. It's very upsetting how they yeah. do. They do like kind of contradict and or backpedal or kind of unwind the tapestry yeah. they created in season one. Exactly. You know, and I get it. Like, 
I guess on some level or whatever, maybe like they're playing some kind of form of a devil's advocate. Yeah. And you know, you can do that all you want and everything like that, but on the main premise of the show and what the show and yeah. the book, you know, were essentially about, I think season one did it as good as they could have done it. Yeah. And should have left it at that. In the thing second that, season, yeah. you know, it still was good um, TV. Yeah. Or good, you know, Netflix series. Um, but even then, that but, has that taste, that, like, the scene with the Tyler in the bathroom. With yes, the broomstick. Exactly. Like, like, that doesn't happen. I, you know, I, I don't care what, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've been, I've, I've played football. I've done all that kind of stuff. I've been on the in crowd. I've been on the out crowd. I've never once seen a guy get that violent. Then again, I'm not saying it hasn't happened. No, that's but, true. But like, that was a little bit like that. You could tell was Netflix was just trying to get people talking about that show. Getting, getting them to talk about and, it. And, and honestly, a form of Hollywood exaggeration. And see, and like Euphoria does that. Like, yeah. schools aren't like the school in Euphoria. No, you can't dress the way they fucking dress. Oh my god! In, in no. school, the way they dress there. So obviously, that is it is a. Uh, Dramatized a little bit, right? But I feel like they—it's rooted in some kind of truth. They're not trying to pull things to get people to be like, "Holy fuck!" Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, where I think I felt like Thirteen Reasons Why was really just trying to grab anything it could, right? To get you to be like, "Oh shit!" I get, yeah. or even disgust you, like the the. Right. Yeah. Obviously, that scene specifically. Oh yeah. You know, there's plenty of dudes who. I, I'm sure girls as well, but mm-hmm. you know, male specific. You know, you probably have some form of understanding of you know. Get a broom handle yeah. shoved up your ass. Yeah. You know, um, I will say, obviously, we have heard extreme stories of that happening where, like, a gay person was, yeah. you know, violently and uh, attacked and, what is it called, sodomized? Yeah. And shit like that. We hear those cases, but obviously, you're, you're correct. I mean, I agree with you that it's not, like everyday scenarios. You know, like, especially in, like, high school, like, like you said, even with the gay thing, that kid in that show wasn't gay, that's not where they were attacking him. They were attacking him just because they were bullying him. Right, right. But I, like, I, was, I, was, I guess I was saying, like, an attack like that, yeah. in, in essence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, like, so, like, it kind of just seemed like they were just doing it for no reason. And then even, like, season three, like, I, I saw bits and pieces of it, my girlfriend was yeah. watching it, and it was like, they just went further out there. And they just kept going further and further. Yeah. Which is, seems like they were just trying to get people to talk about it. Right. Which is what Netflix needs you to do. They want you to talk about it so you go watch it. Yeah, and it totally makes they sense. They make their money back. But, like, Euphoria, like, I feel like whoever, I think the guy who writes is like Sam Levinson or whatever. That sounds right. Uh, I, think, I, I think that's his name. I feel like he, whoever is writing that show, it's based on real issues. Like, oh, yeah. Real things that are going on, like even in the first season with the cat girl, where she was uh, doing the, the kind of like OnlyFans, the, the cam shit. She yeah, said like yeah. the cam show stuff. That's yeah, a big yeah. thing right Absol- now. Absolutely, and it's one hundred percent. And um, I definitely think that Euphoria or you know the creator yeah. Stan Levinson are does definitely do a lot better showcasing everyday yeah examples of teenage life exactly you know instead of the extremes which they do happen yeah but a lot more rel- um, relatable for yeah. everyday cause exactly because you know, like you'll see couples fight or whatever yeah. and especially couples like that I mean well, we all know a, a couple who are like Nate and Maddie toxic n- as fuck not to the extreme that Nate and Maddie are getting where well, they're like 
there's like I mean I think you and I both can think of uh, at least one or two instances where it was something like Matt um, yeah. Nate and Maddie yeah in that we had to go somewhere with a girl yeah. just so that she could get her stuff yeah, exactly. because she thought her you know one her boyfriend wasn't letting her and two yeah. he could possibly do something physically to her yeah, exactly so I think you know we definitely know a couple like I those mean, two I, who could potentially be you notice I remember actually just talking about that I, it kind of reminds me of when uh, uh, we helped one of our buddies was helping another guy who lived with uh, they lived together like they were part of our friend group with uh, I don't want to name names let's say right, uh, right. Uh, trying to think of a good code name for him <laughs> let's just say that uh, he was a big party guy we used to do party with him all the time right 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 uh, you, know, you know who I'm talking about I know exactly and you know that friend group that corresponded with it we were yeah. all a bunch of train wrecks at the time exactly and once me and you and I started like trying to get our lives better yeah we kind of drifted away from that friend group because uh being with him was like being in a downward spot. Well, you definitely can't be in, in certain environments. <laughs> yeah, and well, that was, it was definitely. Just, and it wasn't that they weren't they were bad people or anything. No, no, just no. wasn't good for me. They, they enjoy to have fun. Yeah, and they enjoy to uh, have fun a lot. Yeah, and and we were at that point in our lives where we couldn't do stuff like that anymore. Healthily, you know, in a healthy way. Yeah, because like mentally, physically, all yeah, of the above. Yeah, and it's like. I can party for a little bit, but after a while, if I keep partying, then I just don't want to stop. Exactly. And, and, just, and it takes a lot to take it away from me. But anyway, I was remember That's just, the Maddie know, and Nate thing. Our personalities thing. right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, the... Maddie, I the, remember remember one guy on our friend, that friend group uh-huh. was dating one of the girls that also worked with us. Well, with right. All that group. And remember, we got roped into helping her by our buddy Mitch, who... Roped us into uh, I remember helping that. her move out. I remember that story. But then we go there, yeah, and there th- and like you see her, and she's throwing dishes at the window, and like, and like, and then all the thing you know, we look at the window, and she's beating the hell out of the guy. Yeah. But then she comes out and says that he hit her. Right. And like, <laughs> but like you said, we all know somebody who who does that. That's just the prime example in my head. Oh yeah. Of just, of just took toxicity at a small level like for whatever reason that you both feel like that's what love is supposed to be because those people we found out after we left they she went back we oh, got yeah. all her stuff we took her to her mom's and then she and still, then yeah. she went back that night moved all her stuff back in and they were together for like another six months after absolutely that. and exactly. it's like it's it's like and that's the point is that we all know somebody who's just living and thriving in that toxic toxicity for whatever reason absolutely makes no sense but so like obviously I think it's on an extreme level, but the Nate and Maddie we all know that couple. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm sure certain people, not everybody, knows you know the Rue character, Rue's you know perspective, whether yeah. they know it as her or the, her, the friends around her. Yeah, exactly. You know, whether you are yourself like somebody mm. who has that personality to be, I say personality, but you know genetics to yeah. be more addictive or yeah. you know just not even genetics if you just happen yeah. to be. Because I know personally, you know, you've talked about the how our friend group used to like to party and stuff yeah. and have fun. Well, you know, you and I both, I think, have those personalities that are more inclined to yeah. get addicted to that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like once I have enough, a lot of fun, I want to have more fun. Exactly, you know? and kind of never want to end that yeah. fun. But 
And I was thinking about this, and I kind of brought it up to somebody earlier, but I, I watched this show, and on two levels, it makes me think, and on, on one side, on one side, it's, you know, I'm glad that I've done the things I've done in my life yeah. that have prevented me from never ending up in that situation exactly. or, like, in that, like, lifestyle, because God knows I could. Yeah. Know? And, like, I know if I ever, you know, took something like Oxy or, you know, fucking Molly or anything like that, I probably would never stop. stop. And and even that with, like, Oxy, like, that's a physical addiction at that point because yeah. you take enough, your brain just gets addicted to it because it's an opiate. 100%. Which is, I mean, which is another thing, which, I mean, what was I about to say? But the... Like you said, I have a, I know I have an addictive personality. Right. But when we went to Vegas, I found that out. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, look. I can't I even tell you what half the tourist attractions in Vegas are. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, everyone listen out there. Austin and I went to Vegas a few years back. And this was the first time you had gone to Vegas. This yeah. was, uh, I don't... I honestly don't know, like that, maybe fourth or fifth or whatever. But anyway, um, I think this was like the first real time that I was going to be gambling. Yeah. Uh, we went and we only gambled. <laughs> yeah. We did not see anything else. I mean, we saw like the Eiffel Tower and the, the Bellagio. Li- yeah. uh, After we lost all our money. Well, I, well just from walking. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. from walking. You, you know, quote unquote, see the sights because yeah. you're just walking. But. Yeah. Our 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 ninety five percent of the time our time was spent in the casinos whatever yeah. casino we were in um, Caesars Bellagio Planet Hollywood Paris whatever we yeah. were in there that was most of our time losing a lot of money exactly and I will honestly say and I, I say this because I'm quite quite proud honestly just just a little bit but um, I left with pretty much the same amount of money that I I came to Vegas with I can't say that. And the only reason that I didn't leave with the exact amount is because I had to pay our friend um, the plane ticket. I mean, yeah. that was already a negotiated thing. So yeah. I, I don't really count that as losing. Yeah. I just count that as my trip. But the, but, yeah, I cannot say the same. I, raised, <laughs> I saved a lot of money to go on that trip. Of course. And lost every bit of it. We won't give a number figure because it's embarrassing. Thankfully, but, that was the money though, that, like, in your mind, you saved up for it. Yeah. You know, that's money that you're okay with losing. You know, yeah. thankfully, we, you and I both didn't, you know, exceed that and yeah. go into the money that, you know, hey, I just spent rent. <laughs> yeah. you know, we didn't, we didn't do anything like that. Thankfully, and I think it was a lot of willpower, and I don't honestly know how you and I both did it, managed it, but it was a lot of willpower. That oh we yeah, did it. and I mean, I just. Really, what I had to do is hide my bank card away from myself. Oh yeah, but like, because <laughs> there's ATMs everywhere. You can get, you, uh, mean, you can get whatever the hell you want out there. They're smart. They're yeah. smart about it. You know, they place those ATMs everywhere. Oh yeah, and very strategically. You know, you're just kind of like walking past, and you're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'll take out some money. Then you're, you know, they're filling your drinks up for free. And, you know, they're pumping all the oxygen in there. All the oxygen. You don't know what time of day it is. The, the pretty bar. Um, <laughs> the pretty uh, cocktail waitresses yeah. are. Fucking filling you up with liquor, yeah. giving you smokes, maybe you know whatever, yeah. whatever you're indulging in, and you know they're being nice to you, and exactly. Shit, and you're like, you know what, this is a good time. I don't want to end. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna stay here. We'll put another fifty in this machine. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it rolls. Now my big problem is roulette. 
<laughs> yeah. Roulette was very that was, it was addictive because you don't really you don't really, especially when we're doing it on the screen you know because yeah. we did the we did the, 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 the machine electronic, the yeah. electronic ones you know I don't think we were bold enough to go to the uh, the actual table yeah, I don't know how to do that no <laughs> I got really scared I thought I was gonna say the wrong thing and then they were like security's gonna come around me up and I was like oh fuck I don't know I, I don't know what to do you yeah. know so I stayed away I stayed away from the actual tables I think I went once with uh, Jason yeah and you know he's you know, fucking big balling. You know, yeah. he, he's put down whatever. I put down like something, and she goes, "It's like twenty in." I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, "I don't. Yeah. Know, what, what did you just say to me?" Yeah, exactly. Like, Are you speaking English? Like, <laughs> so I, got, I was like, I, yeah, "Never mind. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. I'm out." Dog take money back. Never actually. mind. Never mind. Yeah, uh, but the I fucked up. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, that's so pretty much how. So we stayed to the machine. Yeah, and, um, that machine roulette man is is it's like a video game. You yeah, know, you don't in your mind you're not thinking of it as like. Oh, I just lost a hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're like, oh, it's like, oh, uh, you know, hundred credits, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. You're not looking you're at like, it no, no, no. until you're have nothing left. You're, yeah, like, you're like, oh shit. No, no, no. I just spent like two thousand dollars. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So it, it's it's nuts. It's definitely and the slot machines are fun because you you know you're pulling the handle and you're just like yeah, yeah. but you know it's like oh I, I just lost like fifty you know a hundred bucks. Like, exactly. Shit. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And like I don't understand how the slots machine works, so I'm just sitting there hitting max bet and pulling the thing. And I'm like, All right, let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big see what, money. See what happens. That's the only reason that I uh, I won that uh, that hundred dollar jackpot uh, <laughs> when we were leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like the, and I I later found out from a friend of mine like the the reason that that happened is because you know it's on the way out. Yeah. You know, so like they happen to like every couple. You know, it's not every single one, yeah. but like every couple times. Uh, somebody will get a jackpot, you know, get a, like a big money, get a, a a big win. Yeah. And your mind is like, oh, cool. I'll go back in. Yeah. And I'll go back in and, and, and gamble some more. Yeah. Instead of, you know, we, thankfully, I cashed that bitch out and I fucking left. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm taking this money. I didn't cash out anything except for 64 cents or something. Yeah, that was usually, you know, you're like, oh, fucking dollar. Okay. Cash out. Yeah, yeah. Except Jason was sitting there cashing out. Yeah, know, he got like three grand. Yeah, he won a lot of money. Yeah. Bought us that. We went to Gordon Ramsay's, uh, fuck, uh, you know. London something, London pub. No, no, no. no oh, no. that's when we had fish and chips. That was when we had fish yeah. and chips. That was good, though. That was still good. Uh, no, yeah. The one, the steakhouse one that we went to, that $50 steak. Yeah. That was a phenomenal steak, though. I was it's actually, still to this day the best steak I've ever had. One hundred percent. It was it was phenomenal. I was <laughs> I was in serious because you think about it, you think about these celebrity chefs, you yeah. know, uh, Gordon Ramsay, Guy Fieri, whoever, you know, and you think like obviously they're not at these restaurants one hundred percent of the time, oh, no. you know, and you know, at I some guarantee point, you, there's restaurants that Gordon Ramsay hasn't seen in almost like four years, however sure, long they've I'm been. I'm sure. I'm sure. And and that's my point is like. You know they haven't been there in a while. Some of these places will probably fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. You think like their standards would drop or whatever, something like that, dude. We went to both of those places. Yeah. You know the Gordon Ramsay London place or whatever for, for the fish and chips, and then this uh, steakhouse for the for the steaks, dude. Neither one, like they were phenomenal. And I'm, maybe it's because we were in Vegas, and yeah. you know, he probably keeps like a. a, a I'm sure he has like people in, set in place. You know, oh, if yeah. it's not him, he to do quality control and when stuff. When he's like. I mean, every place has, every casino has a Gordon Ramsay place in it. Like, he's like the king of Vegas. That dude's a genius. Yeah, he's like a culinary king in Vegas. Oh, absolutely. And like, but, so that place is phenomenal. And the cuisine there is just so good. Absolutely. Which, uh, 
I mean, part of being in a tourist trap, you know what I mean? <laughs> so they make sure you have good food because you want to, yeah. so you want to stay. Yeah. You know. You know, I used to. I don't know where I heard this. I think my parents were telling me because obviously, being in California, they used to go to Vegas all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only like a few hours. It's not that long of a drive. You yeah. know, you hop on the freeway, just you're there in a couple hours, whatever, no big deal. But uh, they told me that the, a lot of those buffets. You know, I know we went to one, but a lot oh, of yeah. those buffets are like a buck back in the day you know like back this is back like the 90s or some shit it was like a buck and uh you'd go in eat all you want and then go gamble more and that was the whole point yeah you know like cheap food cheap but decent or good food and then that's not how much it costs now no 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 no. we (laughs) we spent a good amount for the buffet and you know what and you know what we fucking got our money's worth oh yeah i think at one point in time i was like it was um it might have been jason he was like you guys want to head out and i was like fuck no there's at least like five other places in this buffet that i haven't hit yeah i'm getting my money's worth it's a hundred dollars yeah (laughs) a hundred dollars and you know that might be like a a cheap man's you know Thinking, I'm sure fucking some billionaire is like, oh, 50 bucks, here you go. And then eat one thing and dip. Nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. I'm broke. Yeah, exactly. I got no money. Like, I'm, I'm spending $100. I'm getting $100. Yeah, exactly. And we went I'm, to like, that was a cool buffet too, because they had like different, different parts of the world. Yeah. yeah. It was like, you know, oh, Mexico, you know, China, fucking whatever. I was like, hell yeah. So we, I fucking went around that whole line. Got yeah. every kind of food. It was phenomenal. The dessert was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was good. It was good. Oh, I was yeah. very impressed. I, was, I liked it a lot. And like, it's just so easy if you're if you do have an addictive personality. I mean, me and you were talking about moving out there. Oh, dude, and all that shit. And, we, but, and I was being serious. I, you know, dude, I would have packed I, my whole life up and just said, you know, I don't think I'm just gonna big time gamble. I was right there with you and live underneath. I, well, if there is sewer people, I'm just gonna live with them. I don't know if you remember this or if you even know knew this, but after we got back, I watched like a shit ton of YouTube videos about gambling. <laughs> I was like learning how to play craps, yeah. learning how to like play roulette, learning how to like you know play poker. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be like those dudes at the fucking World Poker Tour, fucking sunglasses and everything, yeah. playing poker for like million dollar. Like, pot. I Watching, I just watch rounders 15 times. Yeah, I'm sitting there 21. Matt Damon's my <laughs> idol. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm right. I watched 21 a bunch of times. I'm like fucking Dustin Hoffman, fucking Rain, Rain, Rain Man. Man. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, okay, so there's fucking five, 20, <laughs> job. okay, all right, blackjack. Yeah, uh. no, it's not that easy. I'm exactly, I'm, I'm not smart at all. I, <laughs> I've come to find out I cannot count cards. I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> I thought two <laughs> plus two equals five. <laughs> so no, I found out. I learned very quickly. I think we, I think we both let that dream die out because you know your reasons, but my reasons were easily the fact that I knew I wasn't smart enough to do this. I was like, mm, we will just stay here. Yeah, exactly. I'll just stay in Ohio where yeah. it's safe. It's okay. Um, you know, but, the, the casinos here are what just slots. Yeah, <sighs> no big deal. Yeah. Well, uh, back to the euphoria thing. Like, right. Like. Uh, but like they do a good job like what we were getting at was the addictive personality we all know somebody like Rue oh, yeah. you know what I mean are your Rue's friend oh yeah and like everyone knows obviously probably not to the extent that Rue is but I mean even uh, me being a working in social work oh, um, I can say that 
it's pretty accurate what Rue's doing and how she's at, like how she's using. They, like, they really got like the mindset mm-hmm. correct, exactly. You know, and I like that. I like yeah. that, like because you see a lot of things, or you see certain movies or shows or whatever. And you're like, no one would fucking act like that. Exactly. Like, there's no way. Like whatever character the person is playing, you know, whether it's a fucking druggie or like a rock star or a fucking yeah. you know stoners or you know something like that. Like you know, you're sitting there going, mm, that's that would never fucking happen. Exactly. Or like, oh, that's over exaggerated. Whatever. No. No, I think they do a really fucking good job. Exactly. And not even the addiction part, but there's parts of that show, and I'm trying to say the least amount possible for like spoilers yeah. and shit. But there's parts of the show where it's about mental health. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't exactly remember. I think I guess they um I think they do specifically say what, you know, she has. Yeah. But um I'm, I won't. I won't get into that. Um, but like, just mental health in general, I think they do a really good job. And, and there's a part that I just recently watched, you know, because I was obviously binging. Yeah. And um, they were talking about the like a, 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 during a depressive episode where you won't get up to pee. Yeah. Like, fuck, dude. I've yeah. I've done that. Yeah. And you know, well, like I, when she like her kidneys back yeah, up and all that stuff. Dude, yeah. her, she gave herself a kidney infection yeah. because it, and it's. Everybody who like you know who who mentally is fine and you know that's cool. I'm I'm happy that you have never experienced this kind of thing. Exactly. You know that's great. I don't wish that you understood. You know, and and I I guess like you get those people who are sympathetic and are like I wish I I could understand how you're going like what you're doing. I'm like I I wish you didn't. Yeah. I, I I'm glad you don't understand. But I digress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like going through that, I'm like, dude, I've I've fucking had days where I I haven't gotten a bed out of bed. I'm like. I haven't even showered. I haven't even peed, you know, who exactly. knows. I haven't I've, drank water. I haven't drank anything, yeah. you know. Uh, there, there, I've had moments, I've had like, you know, points in my life where I'm like, I can't go to the, I can't shower because it's just, a, it's mentally exhausting. Exactly. And, you know, I totally understand. It's like, you know, they really get it because they just make it relatable enough that you can see yourself on that screen. Exactly. And then like, they do a really good job with how the drug how the drugs make your body feel like they're not glamorizing no the drug use at all no. like you see what Rue looks like everyone who uses heavy drugs in that show yeah uh, you see what it does to you like like they don't glamorize it which I really like I like that yeah. they don't because <clears throat> working in the drug field there's nothing glamorous about it there's mm. nothing glamorous about using fentanyl using heroin any of that stuff man it's 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 kind of like how Rue looks. She just looks tired. She looks beat to hell yeah. all the time. And it's just, and that's constant, man. And like, they don't, like I said, they don't glamorize it. There's no, there's no, no. pulling any punches. Like no. she uses, she, it, you see the consequences of what happens with her. No. And even with like the intervention, I yeah. don't know if you, have you got to that point yet? Shit, no. Okay. No. Well, that's coming so soon, they, but right. I, won't, I won't spoil it. Right. They do a really good job pulling the emotional punches. Like that's how these people, that's how they act. Yeah. And, I, I actually, so I, like, you know, what was a good point? What I thought like was a really good, um, how how Zendaya portrayed it was when, um, which she's a much better actress than I ever gave her credit for. Well, look, I, mean, <laughs> I get it. I understand. She started out on Disney. You don't yeah. exactly. I mean, there's not. She doesn't have much to work with in Spider Man. It's like. Yeah, I mean, for what she does in Spider Man, it's great. Yeah. And I, I like her character, and and you know, she's got that like you know off-brand kind of humor in it yeah. and you're like you're like cool like the deadpan stuff it's cool it's great and then i've seen her in like the greatest showman was great i yeah. love that movie it was awesome 
But she's um, not. But she doesn't do much in it, you know. She yeah, you're right. Yeah. I guess like they don't show her or you know, her character specifically. Which off subject, like another guy who I thought that who's also in the greatest show and another person I didn't think could act at all was Zac Efron. Oh, and then yeah. you watch that Ted Bundy movie and you're like, okay, maybe this guy can't act. <laughs> and I'm I, like, think, I think he doesn't get enough credit. I, yeah, I think, and I, and I think he picks. But that's another. He picks weird movies to be in, which I mean, he's a movie star, and I think. I think it's good. I think it's good if you pick, and you know, maybe that's what he's also doing. Also, don't know. He might not be picking. He might just be like, "Well, this is what they're they're giving me." Baywatch. I guess, I guess I'll take it. Let's let's go off the idea that he's picking. <laughs> I like the idea that actors are picky about the roles they choose, and yeah. even if it's not good, even if the movie turns out to be like not great, yeah. But like you can tell in the movie, or you can just tell like from you know maybe interviews they did about the movie yeah. that they wanted to do the role, and I think I really like and respect that. And he know? went all in, and it it's was, cool. It's yeah. great when he does when people do stuff like that, and he does stuff like that. It's great. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I agree. You know, and it's really cool. It kind of shows that they love the craft and everything like that. And I mean, I'm not knocking you know an actor who just picks up a role just for the fuck of it, because I mean, there's plenty of great actors who are you know, Will act- Smith only picks movies to make a shit ton of money. And you know that's great because one, he's a great actor in yeah. general. So it's just if he's doing a role, he's doing a fucking phenomenal well, job. Well how many movies I mean like Bad Boys, that's like a straight to D V D movie if Will Smith is obviously Wasn't Martin it? Lawrence I think plays a big part in it too. Martin Lawrence is a big part. But like Especially back in the '90s when yeah. the, when the first one came out, yeah. those two guys being in that movie at the height, at yeah. the, like probably close to I'd say the prime of Martin Lawrence's maybe middle prime of Martin Lawrence, and then and Will Smith was still starting out. He's on the incline. But by the time Bad Boys Two comes out, Will Smith's the biggest star in the world. But I mean, if you think <laughs> about it, when did Bad Boys come out? You got Bad Boys nineteen ninety foot ninety five or something. So you got Bad Boys, Independence Day, yeah. and. Um, is there another one? There's Enemy of the State. Is there. State. Like he comes out with like those movies yeah. just back to back to back to back. And, he's in, like, and he Ali. is just phenomenal. Yeah. He, the, his work ethic, his everything, dude, is yeah. fucking phenomenal. I love those movies. I, I, I'll watch anything he's in. One hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. I think he's a great actor. I think he's a great guy. He's fucking hilarious. His yeah. act, his rapping is great. I like his fucking music. So yeah. I think he's great. I would 100% if I ever met him I'd probably start crying <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, it wouldn't even be like it would be one of those go oh my god <gasps> kind but, of like, thing, but then like opposite of what uh, opposite of Will Smith like John Bernthal that guy that guy will do anything to get into a movie with a good director and good actors oh yeah like he doesn't care if he's playing some guy like bar bar so, guy yeah. number two drinking a beer right if it means he's working with Martin Scorsese he's what? just gonna be there because he knows I'm gonna work with Martin Scorsese. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to be time. around that. That's just a great and time. Because like, I mean, how many? I mean, John Bernthal's a fucking Punisher, dude. I and he, and then like you watch Sicario. Sicario. He's right. he's a he plays a bad guy and he's in it for ten, for six minutes, if that. I think he's great. And he gets his ass kicked and then he's gone. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's nuts, dude. Yeah, it's nuts. And he, I think. I mean, like so. Well, we're going off traffic with like Zendaya, great actress. Like she absolutely turns out she actually can act. I think she's amazing. But yeah, going back to the her, yeah. um, I think one of the scenes, and I, I I'm, I'll try my best to not, but uh, to not give away anything. But it's it's a specific scene when she's going to get drugs from. Uh, I guess I, I don't even know if I can like say. Do you think that gives away too much? Saying Fez. Nah. 
Okay, so I mean, I think it's if you haven't watched the first season of Euphoria or the second season, get out of the rock you're living under and just watch it. I don't wanna, <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid having to go back into the beginning of this and say it like disc, you know, spoiler. Yo, you say that when you post it. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> but Fez, but, but yeah, so when she like goes, probably put that she, in the title. Spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> this one time, spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. Um, no, she goes to get some drugs from uh, from Fez, Fez yeah. and um, and he's saying no. You know, she's fucking banging on the door and shit and everything like that. But everything she's saying, like all the shit, like you know, she's yelling at him. She's no. saying like, she's going back and forth between the emotions, of, yeah. like you know, trying to be like you know, sweet, like you know, hey, you know, we're buddies, you know, just let me in, give me some drugs, or you know, and then she goes straight to the you know, oh, fuck you, there, you, you fucking pussy ass bitch, no. and she starts cussing her, like you know, saying like she's she calls him a fucking idiot or yeah. whatever, like all that shit, and it's like, and you're just like. That's fucking real. Like yeah. I've I've seen people, you know, who have acted, you know, something along those lines. You know, probably not verbatim, but yeah. you know, they're saying shit like that. And you know, and it's like that. It's like that. You yeah. know, and you see like the 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 back and forth of it. You know how they how they act and how they react, and it's fucking. I think they did a phenomenal job, and I think I she does a phenomenal job portraying it. And I like the guy who plays Fez. Like, oh, one hundred. I think he does a good job. I mean. Uh, in season two, you get to see his backstory of why he acts the way he acts, yeah. and all that stuff. But like, but like, you know, he loves Rue. I mean, like, he gives her. I mean, he at the in the beginning, like when I was first watching it, like he says they're best friends, and he kind of protects her. He tries anyway. And but then you're like, well, why are you giving her drugs if you love her? But then like when you see his backstory, you know, you're like, oh, he doesn't yeah. know any different. You know, no. what I mean? like he doesn't know that. Giving your best friend drugs isn't how you show them you love them. You know, what I mean? right. telling them no is how you tell them you love them. And yeah. I, you know, and, and I think it, he he obviously understands that. Like when it got too serious, you know, yeah. that's when he like you know cut her off and everything like that. So yeah. you know, he he definitely you, he, there's definitely parts of it of you know the show. You know, he you can see that he loves her, yeah. and that's like you know he when he says like you know she's family, you know she's yeah. fucking family, mm-hmm. you know, and like what he does, like especially like the. <laughs> the first episode of the second season when yeah. he does for her yeah you know that wasn't because of anything else that wasn't because you know you know i mean yeah there was a little bit of him involved in it too but him saying everything to um to nate i mean yeah that was 95 percent. you know because he loved he, he Ru- cares Ru- about her. yeah you know and and i'm like honestly the dude's a g i think yeah. he's and, he, and then like what I think is funny, like, and it's and it's subtle. I mean, obviously, if you watch the show, you understand. Like, like Jules, like, right? He did that standing up for Jules and Rue. Yeah. He was standing up for them, right? Most and because he doesn't like Nate. Nate thinks he can intimidate everybody, and no one. Like I said, this part all knowing Fez's background when you learn it, right? Is Fez was taught that you don't do that. Like you don't disrespect. You don't get intimidated. Blah blah. blah. But like. What I like about it is like he doesn't even know Jules' name. He keeps like when he's the dad Jewel. come when the dad comes yeah, in he called her to Jewel. him, he goes, Are you talking about Jewel? Like, like he, he doesn't even a, know who she is. He thinks <laughs> she's a fucking singer from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like and I think that's like subtle. Like I like that because it's not it's not about who Jules is or whatever. He doesn't yeah. care what they did to no. piss them off. It's you're hurting my friends. Absolutely. And not even like friends, my friend. You're hurting my, my friend and, and she cares family. about Jules. Yeah. And like I, I just like that that Fez has the blind loyalty. I mean, from what I can t- from what I've watched so far in this show, uh, it's one of those friendships where you're like not entirely sure <laughs> why you're still friends with her because like oh, she yeah. just continuously fucks things up for you. Yeah, but like, like 
But I think that's something along the lines of, you know, how he calls her family because yeah. in most eyes, you know, family can't fuck up. Exactly. As many times as family fucks up, you will never You're always going to be there. So you can't, like, necessarily... I don't, I've never seen it in most cases where, you know, someone, you know, like they cross that line yeah. where they fucked up and you're done with them. Yeah. You know, no matter what family does, they're still family. Exactly. And I think that's what he has with her is that, you know, as many times as he tells her to, you know, shut the fuck up, you're fucking this up or whatever, yeah. you know, this is your fault. It's, it's, um, it's that loyalty that, you know, he's got with her and everything. But, yeah. Um, you know, talking about that, like, that loyalty or that blind loyalty or whatever, um, it makes me think of a movie that you and I both like is uh, The Town. Oh, yeah. You know, those two <laughs> those two guys, they're, they're not blood or anything like that, but no. they're family, essentially. And he comes to his buddy's house and he says, listen, you know, we're going to do some illegal shit. Yeah. You know, you know there, there's people going to get hurt, but you can't ask any questions, whatever. And the dude just goes... Whose car are we taking? Your car, my car, whatever, you know? Yeah. And that's that loyalty of like, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I'm down. You're is ride it? or die. Exactly. You know, whatever the scenario, whatever the case may be, you're my homie, you're my blood, you're whatever. Family, I got you. Yeah. And I think there's benefits to it. And, you know, obviously it has its, um, it's, uh, negative sides you know you may not necessarily agree or everybody may not necessarily agree about it because you know oh he helped you go beat the shit out of somebody yeah you know, or do something illegal you know? yeah you may have your views on that but regardless it's it's the loyalty is the baseline yeah and like like fez is like that though it's that blind loyalty that exactly that no matter what, like whatever shitty situation you're gonna be in, he's gonna be there for. Her. And like, right. And Rue has gotten him into pretty, and I mean, well, so far <laughs> in the show, it's gotten him into two shitty situations. Exactly. And like, and it, it, yeah, yeah, you know. And regardless of those situations, he's still he's still loyal to her. Loyal he still cares her. about her. Still cares about her. And, he's still with her. Whatever. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And it's that's what it's up. Yeah. That's um that's what it's up about up to, is but, that loyalty. Switching off Fez to I'm gonna talk about the character that I can't stand personally. See, and that's pretty bad because I feel for Nate Jacobs, but one's the character I cannot stand. I cannot stand Jules. Jules, I don't dude. like anything that she does, bro. No, everything absolutely. she does, I, I like. I just, but I just don't like her, man. You know, look, <laughs> look, not giving, not trying to give too much away about yeah. the show. I 100% agree. Yeah. And look, look, I was just having this conversation with somebody at work today. You know, that's like, um, there's one part of the first season. Yeah. When she goes out of town. Yeah. Bro, I'm like, that whole entire episode, and, and it's the same It's the same episode that uh, Rue ends up giving herself that kidney infection because yeah. she's so depressed of, of her and Jules and everything like that. Yeah. So, it, I look... I'll start this off. I'll start this off saying, you know, this is kind of, I guess, in a way, backpedaling. But I'll start this off saying, on one hand, I kind of understand that Jules has taken the burden of Rue's sobriety on her. Yeah, and that shouldn't be on her. I totally, I, I, that's, I think what I'm saying is, like, I get that she thinks that, 
Yeah. You know, I understand that like there's plenty of people and it's not even just sobriety, but like I, I for a personal perspective, you know, I have had at least one or two people specifically, you know, who take the burden of my depression on them. Yeah. So they think, you know, I am responsible for responsible for him being sad, happy, angry, mad, whatever. And exactly. that's not true. And you know, it, it's not like purposely. Most of the time, at least, it's not purposely put on the person. It just kind of ends up being that person because a lot of people are saying, you know, oh, they're doing so much better with you in their life. You know, they're doing, they're happy because of you. They're sober because of you. And that does put a lot of pressure and you know, in a a metaphorical burden on that yeah. person when it's unnecessary. Exactly. However, that does not, I don't think that excuses her to do anything that she did. No, and I 100% agree. And like, the the most, the least that she could have done, or they, they could have done, and I totally understand this is high school, they're yeah. teenagers, they don't have the mental capacity to do everything that like, you know, and, um, that you might say to do like communication for a right. lot of these kids communication is would I mean, be but a, how long that t- take us to learn you know <laughs> that's my point i'm still trying to figure it out well that's my point that's my point is like at this age we look back on this and you're like oh my god just communicate just say yeah. the thing just say whatever just yeah. you know just say what you mean want to say communication is key but yeah. look when did we learn that i wasn't I mean, fuck, I, I guess I'm sure plenty of people could say my communication skills are still poor, Yeah. you know? So, I'm, you know, at 26, at 27 years old, you know, fucking still can't communicate. Yeah. So, I understand it, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you're at, you have that outsider perspective. Yeah. You know, you're sitting there going, oh, my God, don't do that. You yeah, know? exactly. You're like, oh, exactly. you know, so I totally understand um, that, and that's what makes it real because yeah. as a, like, if I was 16 years old watching this, I'd be going, oh my God, I understand. I, you know, I, I, I feel oh, yeah, this is would, life or death. Exactly. And, and, and like, but like the thing with the Jules character about hate, and I, I don't know if they're even, I, I can't tell if they're intentionally uh-huh. like trying to do it to like make, make it, you, right. make you not like her or, or whatever, or if it's just kind of happening or maybe I'm personalizing what she's doing. What I don't like about it is like you said, she's taking a lot, she's personalizing, she's personally trying to take the burden of Bruce's sobriety. But then she constantly puts Rue in situations where, like, not even like, we're not even putting her in situations, Rue's her own person, she needs to make her own decisions. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But like, she does nothing to help Rue get, like, a spoiler from season one. If you haven't seen season one yet, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to spoil season one a little bit. When they're at the party, right? And Rue's trying, and Rue probably shouldn't have gone. I mean, but she's in high school, it's and like, it's where she wanted to go. Well, she even, I think she narrates it. You know that, yeah. like, when she, when uh, Jewel started drinking, she goes, yeah. "It's not like I want to be a buzzkill, or you know, um, I want to be a buzzkill." Like, yeah, I, I don't want to be a buzzkill, and obviously, like, you know, um, oh, what it basically like, I don't want to be a buzzkill, but I don't want Jules not to have fun either. Exactly, exactly. And I can't. It, I, basically, she says, "I can't ask Jules not to live her life." Right, and like. And, and, you know, I think that's a lot of um, addicts and other people. Like, I know alcoholics who hang out with, you know, people who drink. And they're like, look, no. that's, my, that's my thing. You know, it's not your thing. I'm not going to force that on you. You know, I'm not going to ask the people around me not to drink. Yeah. You know, that's, that's cool. I need to be okay or whatever. Yeah. And obviously, at some point in time in your sobriety, you know, I'm sure there's levels, you know, to like, if you're like a week sober, yeah, you 
probably shouldn't put yourself in a situation where you're around liquor. Exactly. You know, or, you know, a drug of your substance or whatever. So I get it. And, you know, I totally understand that, like, when they went to that party, you know, she's making that mental note. And, you know, it's really, I think it was really um, strong of her to, like, she didn't do anything. Yeah. You know, she, that whole party. Exactly. And then Jules just went in there and did her thing. But, like, but, like, Jules is constantly making decisions, like, and, and Jules, like you said, she's a teenager, so it's kind of like when you're a teenager, no, well, most people didn't think about things like the way you and I do, <laughs> and are like anybody, like yeah, we like, weren't exactly yeah, exactly. I, I overthink everything. Yeah. And I I take every I, I always am thinking through the through the mindset of how is my decision going to affect somebody yeah. else. Not only am I overthinking everything yeah. for myself, but yeah. I'm overthinking of how people are, are going to be affected, affected, react, whatever. Yeah, and, you know? and Jules thinks, and I think maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I don't like her is because. She doesn't. she doesn't think about that ever. She right. never does makes a decision to go, how is this going to affect Rue? Right. How is this going to affect whatever is going to happen? Right. And with me, I just never put myself in those situations. Don't get me wrong. I did a lot of dumb shit. But I knew my, that decision I was making was only going to hurt me in right. the long run. <laughs> yeah, I think a good majority, if not most, uh, or I mean all of the decisions that I made in high school, especially the dumb ones, were more affecting myself, not mm-hmm. anyone around me. And I've been with people, friends, girlfriends, whatever, you know, all, all types of relationships who, you know, don't, uh, aren't, um, like, can't be around alcohol, can't be around certain things yeah. or whatever, don't want certain things around them. Or don't want to be. You know or don't want to be. And then I, in my mind, are am respectful of that. Like, so I'm, I'm not going to bring you around it. Exactly. I'm not going to bring it around you. I'm not exactly. going to force it on you. You know, I, if, if, uh, if I had a friend who didn't smoke, uh, I wouldn't smoke around them. Yeah. You know, regardless of like if we were outside, like, you know, there's plenty of people who are like, oh, we're outside. It's cool. It's not that big of a deal. I yeah. won't blow smoke in their face. Yeah. You know, or in their direction. I won't smoke around anybody if, you know, you don't want that. Exactly. You know? And then, and, and, and then like, yeah, it's like that kind of stuff. So maybe that's why I hate, I right. don't like to, I can't say hate, but like, because, like, some parts of it, I do want her and Rue to be together. Right. But other parts of it, I'm like, she needs to get the fuck away from, like, you're, like, my biggest issue with it is you're just not mature enough to be where Rue's at. You you and her are in two completely different stratospheres. Absolutely. Rue is dealing with, like, big world, big <laughs> things. Right. All Rue's fault because she just wanted to decide to take drugs. She made the decision to start doing drugs. Yeah, it's definitely. But, like, but like Jules, like, I understand that she wants to. And I think in her head, she's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I've some people like this they like oh I want to help I want to help like you have that hero complex right but at some point like you just gotta like and even with me like if I know that I can't be helpful or either like if I'm not gonna benefit you being there I'm not gonna be there you know what I mean it's like and that's it's taken me a while to figure that out and like I said it's always because I'm always so looking through the lens of how my decisions are gonna affect somebody else right it's just one of those things, like, cause like, like I've broken up with people. Well, with I broke up with my girlfriend in high school for the same reason, man. Like, she never thought about anybody else but herself, right. and it's, it was always like, like not to get too much into that, but it's like she was always doing things messed up, fucked up, kind of like Jules. And then when you would get mad at her, she'd be like, "I'm just living my life. Right. You can't do that." And I know people like that now who are just like. Well, you know, well, well, I'm living my life. You know, well, yeah, but you got to think your decisions are now affecting this person's life too. Exactly. And I get it. Sometimes it's good to be selfish. Sometimes it's 
you have to be in this world. Well, there's plenty of times where it's good and selfish, or yeah. even there's times where you're not necessarily aware of what your action is doing to the person. Exactly. And that's understandable. But when your actions are, you're knowingly affecting this person or going to affect the person yeah. or a different uh, another person other than yourself, that is when it becomes, I guess, selfish to the, I guess, the the wrong side yeah. you know they're selfish where it's good and you know you need to be for yourself but then they're selfish on the bad side and i think that when you are knowingly doing actions that are going to harm someone else or you know mentally physically whatever that's yeah. when it becomes selfish for the the bad the wrong reasons exactly you know and i there's plenty of examples in, of jules doing that and you know i'm sure there's plenty of people who like the the character and everything like that and i understand and I think it's a good character in the sense that she's comfortable, you know, her, her character arc is essentially, is, is being a strong, um, trans yeah. person, you know, and, exactly. you know, not being shy of it, not, you know, and definitely she obviously, like you see that she has the insecurities. I mean, yeah. everybody has insecurities, well, yeah. but she's definitely very strong and, you know, very proud and very you know, open about yeah. it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. That's great. And I like those it, aspects. And of the the, character. The, exactly, those are good aspects of that character, of her character. And you know, that's awesome. You know, you want that representation. You know, um, I'm, look, I'm here for it. You know, if exactly. You, you do you, however you want to do. If you want to be that person, if you want to be a he, she, whatever. I don't give a fuck. That's awesome. I'm very yeah, happy. He, she, them, yeah. whatever it they, is. They, that, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. I, I like that representation. But. I think sometimes people will take that character of that person, you know, being open about that stuff yeah. and kind of give them a pass in certain things of being an asshole in other yeah. aspects. Yeah. And I mean, look, I, I, look, I might be, a, you know, unpopular opinion of that, you know, but, um, Caitlyn Jenner is a yeah. real life, uh, a real life example of what I'm, of what I'm saying, you know, for her to come out and and do that whole process and everything like that you yeah. know, and, and be open about it and that's awesome that's great very confident in doing that yeah personally i think she's an asshole oh yeah i don't think she's a good person and, and that's my issue like kind of like with all the kardashians like <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. unpopular opinion i mean some people might like them but i, I don't think stand. it's an unpopular opinion uh, maybe it's not but i, I can't a, stand well, I think it's a very popular opinion. I don't think people who watch the Kardashians are like, you know, enjoy yeah. keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't think they do it because they like them. Yeah. I think they do it because they It's don't. like watching a car accident. But because you're watching <laughs> it, you're just like, these fucking people. Yeah. But just... like, that's my problem is like, I guess like my issue with the Kardashians and any, like any kind of like rich people reality social, show. Kind of like socialite. This, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing is why do I give a shit about your problems? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's my issue. Like, I don't know if you ever heard that show on USA, uh, Chris Lee Knows Best. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, some yeah. some rich, uh, like dude from Southern, Texas or yeah, Southern guy, Georgia. Well, yeah, wherever the hell they're Something from. Like that, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I why do I, I don't, care? I don't care about their family. That they have some know. social problems. Look, that's cool. Yeah, and look, and, and, you know, and it's not like I'm. It's not like I'm. Well, I, I'm sort of jealous that they have money, obviously, but it's not. You know. That's great. You made money. You did whatever you did in your business to make that much money and be successful. That's yeah. awesome. Good for you. I don't give a fuck. 
And well, just like with like this Kanye and Kim stuff, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not promoting in any way or condoning what Kanye is doing. He's a prick, right? And he's kind of being like Kim Kardashian doesn't deserve it. No, but like some of the stuff that even she's like done to guys in the past have been messed up. I think the Kanye situation is that guy's just has a lot of untreated mental health, and people around him aren't trying to help him get the help he, he needs. He, you know, what probably I mean? doesn't. Have I don't the think best his circle, circle is telling him. him. Yeah, I don't think his circle is telling him, like, bro, you, you gotta to... chill the fuck out, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And well, any the people who have, he's stopped talking to. Like, I feel like him and Jay Z. Like, I feel like Jay Z said, that, "Bro, you gotta chill out. Like, <laughs> you're fucking being crazy." Like, yeah, and he well, doesn't talk to Jay Z anymore. <laughs> coming, I mean, coming from Jay Z. Yeah. You know. Well, like, I mean, like saying you're Jesus and like yeah. you're like some of the stuff he's doing. Like, I mean, that's just sad. But like, I don't even talk about their relationship problems. You know, yeah. <laughs> like everybody's got that shit. You know. You know. I can name you like 20 other people right now who were a couple, broke up, yeah. and then she started dating somebody else, and he's pissed about it. Yeah, exactly. But in my town. My immediate like know, arms reach, I can think of like three. I, I probably <laughs> care about that more considering it's, you know, in my social life, or, you yeah. know, in my circle, yeah. but I don't exactly care about something that's going on, yeah. you know, in Hollywood exactly you know and that's great you know whatever they do they do and everything like that and the only reason that anyone pays attention to it is because it's entertainment yeah for some reason at some point in time celebrities personal lives became entertainment yeah and became <laughs> you know mass produced um, just mind junk yeah like I just don't care about and, any of it you know there is no I mean there's plenty of celebrities who do live personal private yeah. lives but there is no celebrity private life anymore. Exactly. You know, and, and it's so much easier to get that access. Like you used to have to like wait for some kind of like VH1 special yeah. to learn about some of the shit these celebrities do. You know, back in like the 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever. But now that we have social media, I mean, you can find out what Kim and Kanye are doing on your fucking Instagram. You're probably yeah. finding out what they're doing right now. You're probably finding out more information than E is finding <laughs> yeah. out. You know? and, and exactly. It's, it's you know, it's different time right now, and it's crazy. I agree. But I think that's part of it is that. Social media, YouTube, whatever, Instagram, your whatever you're watching it on yeah. is given. It's feeding the fuel to the fire for sure. One hundred percent. And then like, uh, what about say like, so like yeah, like back to the Caitlyn Jenner thing. She's an asshole. Yeah. Her 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 uh, her, and I think you're right there. Also, feel like she got a lot of a lot of pass. For a terrible personality because she did something really brave. Yeah. And it was brave. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Doing what she did, that yes. was brave. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. Especially Very. since before she was in the limelight a lot and we all knew who she was before she made the transformation. Right. And like her past life yeah, exactly. you know, wasn't exactly just a random thing. Exactly. Like a we knew very celebrated person. Exactly. You know, especially and considering seventies. Yeah. I think track. Yeah. And like I mean, but even like even then, like you see the, you saw the seeds uh, in that show. He was kind of a dick, or she was kind of a dick back then. Right. You know what I mean? And but yeah, then she does this big transformation, which is good. Came out, you know, courageous. Decided that that she never felt right who she was, which is perfectly fine. Absolutely. And I can I'm happy that she did that and that she felt safe. But yeah, I agree. I feel like like when she won the SB for like most whatever the hell she won it for or whatever, like. I don't think she deserved that because, like you said, 
I feel like she got a lot of pass on being a giant asshole. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think there's plenty of people, and not just, you know, in that specific, the transformation stuff or for people like that. I think in any other aspect of, like, if you just, you know, whatever, I guess, is socially, whatever social cause is relevant at the time, if you're a person of that, you know, you immediately become some sort of spokesperson and yeah. icon, and you can't essentially do wrong. You know, exactly. if it was, you know, a different category, you know, a, a gay person, you know, like a whatever person, you know, comes out and it's like, that, that, it was brave, it was wonderful. And it is, it is brave mm -hmm. and wonderful. But if you're a shit human being, yeah, you're still a shit human being. Exactly. You know, I like, you know, I don't, I don't care, you know, what you do. It's, I guess who, or I guess I don't care who you are. It's what you do. Yeah. You know. You know. You could be an athlete. I don't give a fuck if you're yeah. fucking Michael Jordan. You know. If kind of not. I mean, Michael Jordan probably one of the best. I mean, if not the best debatable whatever basketball player of all time. Is he that fun of a hand? Absolutely fucking not. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, you know? and, and that's the kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm never gonna say. I, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna like give Michael Jordan the nicest human being. You know, yeah. award. You know, Not a good hang. I'm gonna give him a, a basketball trophy. Yeah, exactly. He played basketball. He yeah. was fucking phenomenal. And he, he was did, easily, and he... at, in his era, the greatest player, and maybe even to this day, yeah. one of the greatest players in basketball. Exactly. But I'm not gonna give him like, some sort like of like LeBron James, like really good at basketball, done a lot of great things. Yeah. Can you say that you gonna hang out? You would, you, would you get a beer with LeBron James? Yeah, yeah. I would. <laughs> I probably would. He seems yeah. like a, he seems like a good hit. Exactly. But like his, he's approachable in that sense. Yeah. And I, I will say this. Maybe it's because of he's the product of his time. Considering that you know we have social media and it's a lot more accessible to essentially blow someone up or yeah. cancel somebody. Exactly. So you know, do you think he's like that behind closed doors, or do you think it's you know he? It, I, I guess like he's behind. He's like that behind closed doors, and you know he's just genuinely like a decent person, you yeah. know, and a good hang or whatever. Or is he only doing that for the public? Yeah, that's and that's a good. And point. there's plenty of people and examples who you know are publicly like you seem like a nice person, but behind closed doors yeah. like a fucking dick, you know, or vice versa, whatever. You know, I think it's very subjective. Exactly. You know, and it depends on person to person, but I think that. As social media grows and the access to literally almost any point in somebody's life or day, I think that we might, you know, almost always be con um, constantly watched. Yeah. And so you have to keep that facade up. Exactly. And like, well, I mean, really back to our original point with like with with Jules. Right. I maybe the writing's just so good is that they're trying to evoke that emotion out of you. It's possible. Or anybody, because like. Like you said, as a character, the character of Jules is pretty cool. Like, like you said, she's strong. She knows who she is. Right. She knows what she wants. Like, you know, you know creative, yeah. everything like that. Yeah. And very but, empowering and powerful. But her decisions, like, it just, it they just break through me. Right. And it just makes me so damn mad all the time. And, you know, there's certain, mm -hmm. there's plenty of points of view that you can look at this from and maybe there's people who can explain it in such a way that like okay well you know this is why it validates or whatever yeah. and that's that's cool that's the writing i think that it, it invokes different um different emotions and you know exactly we experience them all and, and the thing like also with me it was like if, that yet i have to identify is that like it's like a uh i'm more on rue's side so like 
addiction has been a big part of my life. So right. like, so like when I see somebody like purposely, not even purposely, I don't think like I said, I don't think Jules is even doing what she's doing on purpose in that show. No. It's like, is is like, why are you not helping her get better? You right. Know what I mean, like every decision, some of the decisions you're making could kill her. You know what I mean? Like, well, or or she, I mean, not she's not gonna do it, but I mean. Rue could go kill herself, you know what I mean? Right. Just because you made this decision well, recklessly. Definitely, definitely in the first season, but I think, you know, there's there's things that I won't say in the second season that, yeah. like, you know, she's, she doesn't know. Yeah. She doesn't know a lot of the stuff, and I think that just goes to show how good of acting or, you know, writing, I should say writing, they do for Rue's character yeah. because there's plenty of people, like, in your life or, like, or, you know, just whatever in general, you hear the stories of, like, I never knew they were a drug addict. Yeah. I never knew they were using, and they did such a good job, a job of hiding it so that they write it into the show, and she's doing such a good job of hiding it. And, Whether and, or not... It's not even so much we just, notice yeah. it though. Yeah, I think I think they obviously like because like you you watch the second season, and you're like you can tell, you know, you see it in the, like in the face and everything like that, all yeah. that stuff. So I think like maybe they just do it in such a way that like, you know, it kind of gives us the little um, sneak like you know you like uh, the secret like we're yeah. in, we're in on the secret, but obviously the characters around her don't aren't. Well, that's the thing is like. Another thing, like, with the Jewel saying, like, she didn't know that she was using or whatever. Right. Like, a mind's a real powerful thing, and if you want to believe something hard enough that, yeah, she's not using. I mean, there's no way, like like you said, the way she looks, the way she's acting, she's acting suspicious. Like, there's no way you don't know. You know what I mean? Part of you knows in the back of your mind. Something seems weird about that. You could definitely but just you're tell, like, you convince tell, your mind. Jules you know. is convincing herself that... Rue's doing the right thing. Because I that's what you want. Yeah, to know you want to believe that yeah. the person that you care about and that she it, thinks she loves is, you know, doing no doing wrong. the right thing yeah. that she's that she's telling you she is. Exactly. And I think not even just um, and that's a good what you said right there is a good um, way to express a lot of other aspects of like somebody that you're in love with or like, you know, like, love, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know it may not be drugs you know like you can relate it to cheating yeah you know if you tell you if you tell yourself enough that or you know that you want to believe your partner isn't cheating yeah you will probably ignore a lot of the signs a lot of the red flags a lot of the you know because i've heard stories you know and you're sitting there listening at the story and you're like how, how could you not know they did this like that it was blatantly right there you know something like that and I was in love at the time, you know. Yeah. I was blinded by the love. I wasn't noticing. I had someone. I heard a story. At one point in time, the person wanted to get caught and would just yeah. leave their phone open with the other, per, like the other, um, the other person's uh, messages on their phone. Yeah, they just didn't notice. And mm -hmm. said, "How do you not notice?" And they didn't want to notice it. Well, yeah, you don't. You just don't want to believe that someone you care about. Is going to hurt you, yeah, like absolutely that way, you know. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's sad to think about that. And like, oh yeah. And you like, from like you said, we're in on the secret of what Rue's doing. So right. like, to like you said to us, we're looking at her like, what the fuck are you doing right now? Right. You know what I mean, like, so like, to us, we're just like watching. Like, there's no fucking way you don't know. But like you said, if they like popped out. If Rue wasn't the main character of the show or the main yeah. central focus, like you said, if we if they just popped out like halfway through the season, like oh hey, 
uh, Rue's been using this whole time. He's like, oh shit, <laughs> you know, like, well, damn, yeah, damn, I had no idea that was coming. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I guess I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, going into other characters of the show, which um, I kind of like, we kind of, I wanted to talk about because I brought up um, cheating was uh, Cassie and, <laughs> and, and Nate's storyline. Yeah. This is. Oh. I don't think it's much spoilers. I feel like it's going around the internet too much. It's all over it, I think, I think, because um, even out of context, you kind of know. Like, right before I watched, I saw a bunch of stuff on TikTok. I saw a bunch of stuff on Instagram where they showed scenes. You know, I saw a yeah. scene of Nate and Cassie fighting. Yeah. Obviously, I knew something along the lines of they were... Why would they be having that yeah, fight? They were in a fight, yeah. and they brought up some girl named Maddie. I don't know yeah. who the fuck. And then as I watched the show the, from the first episode, I was like, yeah. okay, I understand now let's see how they got there exactly but so going into that but um you know talking about the the cat i think honestly not even just the cassie character i think let's they do such a great job of every character they introduce like at least like the main you know cast i'm not talking about some supporting you know supporting roles but like the main cast you know they do such a good job of like kind of involving in making you get involved and like emotionally, you know, mentally, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you're like eager to know what's gonna go how I like go down with these characters and it's like that. And well, you're invested. You're invested. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's such a good job because there's characters that I like, and you know, like I said, I don't think a single character on the show isn't or doesn't have shitty moments. They definitely do, but there's at least every character except for Nate, in my opinion, there's parts of both sides. Where I'm yeah. like, I feel for them, I don't feel for them, whatever. And they do such a good job yeah. of doing that. And it's phenomenal. Well, like, the one thing, like, I noticed with the, like, when I told you I feel for Nate. Yeah. And why well, I have massive daddy issues anyway. So, like, well, yeah. But, like, seeing the way that his dad interacts with him in this scene, like, in the first season, which I didn't notice this in the first season. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend had to tell me. Uh huh. Because the stuff with uh, Nate and Jules, right. I thought that was a ploy just for him to fuck with Jules. I didn't realize that he legitimately has feelings for her. Yeah, but it, he's too scared to be a man and like and and, and you know yeah. own up to it in a sense. Yeah, exactly. You know, he because he, he has an idea in his head of who he should be. He's definitely denying his you know feelings and everything like that. And it's very yeah. conflicted and everything like that. And they do a good. Storyline. I, I I think they do do a good storyline of that in the yeah. sense that like it you hear the the talks of it of like you know I, you know how when I was younger I was very conflicted with my feelings you know yeah. I suppressed a lot of this you know battled back and forth and you understand where you know certain people have like end up building up like angry characteristics because of it because they're you know fighting an inner battle inside yeah. themselves it's totally understandable and i get it and his and is like traumatizing the core but like his is but they do a good job of like they yeah do, they yeah. do a great job of you know they maximize it and, and it's understandable but here's my thing is i i saw i like watching the first season i totally saw that and I, yeah. and I saw that like you know where they were going with it in the sense that like he's conflicted you know he doesn't exactly know who he is or maybe like you know he has these feelings but yeah. he doesn't want to have those feelings because that's not necessarily society's norm everything in the back of my mind i still was like he's gonna end up like beating the shit out of jewels like yeah and this is one of those things where it's like some kind of sick cynical you know like uh, ploy to you know yeah like I'm not gay attack, or, you know, like, or whatever I like because 
this is where I get confused. That's why I don't really talk about it because uh, I'm in, I'm trying to get educated on it. But like, how do you address like what Nate and Jules if they were to date? Is that considered like a like a gay a gay relationship or is that right. what since Jules is I, I Jules see, is identifying as a woman, so it would be a straight relationship, right? And you know that's a good point. That's a really good point that you brought up because I think that is a very big topic right now, especially as we as a society grow to acceptance of transgender yeah. people that labeling exactly. is, I mean, yeah, maybe it doesn't even need that label. Is um which is I don't want to say passe because that sounds way too <laughs> you know bougie yeah but it, it's 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 an old term yeah and I it think. doesn't need to be labeled and but, no, like, but I think in like Nate's character's head it, it, the character it, Nate, is. it needs to be a label and, but that's the thing is that like you know at, like you know to be fair yes we are growing in acceptance but there is still society norms uh, that have been in place you know for a very long time that we yeah. have yet to officially and totally break down so when a you know a quote unquote straight male finds himself having feelings with a um, I, you know and I, and you're you're completely right in the sense yeah. that like we're not I'm not educated just like you are about no, the terminology definitely. but I would say uh, a she yeah. Um, tra- trans. I, I think trans it's, woman. I think trans yeah. woman. I think yeah. that's the terminology. God, so many people are so angry at us right now. Yeah, they're listening. I'm trying to tiptoe around yeah. it, but I, I, sometimes I just get tired of tiptoeing. So yeah, so <laughs> I think that's the correct terminology. Yeah, and you know, if I'm wrong, if we're if we're wrong, please you know comment, message me. Love I to know. be educated. On Literally, <laughs> I, I would. I would. Honestly, it's not. It's not anything. You know, I I try not to be ignorant yeah i try not to be ignorant i try to be you know very understanding and and honestly i'm very open to learning yeah so anyone anyone out there who wants to educate me on the terminology and the and the just correct everything you know that'd be awesome i would love to have that conversation because i think it's definitely something that needs to be discussed and i think there's plenty of people who have good intentions and could be saying the wrong thing and i know i'm i'm sure i'm one of them you know i'm sure if i said if i said um she instead of they or you know it's definitely unintentional and it's definitely you know something that just needs to be more broadly um educated on yeah but going into so we have a like i said quote unquote i don't know you know i'm sure nate identifies as straight but we can go ahead and say something along uh, some other cis or whatever the fuck anyway who has feelings finds himself having these feelings for a um trans woman you know society for the most part, is still generally saying that's fucking unacceptable. Yeah, you know, weird, gay, straight, whatever. And not but, even like so much society. I feel like it's more of what his dad is doing. And is that definitely too? That's yeah. what that, and I say society, and, and I, I still just mean like parental or whatever. You know, but like anything like that. I know you mean like like his social his structure or what or his you know his immediate a, he, he's a fucking jock yeah exactly know? exactly you know, he's not in an environment that is more acceptable let alone understanding and yeah. you know educated on the topics so yes um it is difficult to label the relationship i think even in his head but i think in society you know like i was going to say labels are passe labels are outdated and yeah. you know i think a lot of current day couples at least in that lgbtqt um fuck I, i'm sorry i don't know but the whole thing the whole spectrum of that 
um, of that part, you know, labels are no longer necessarily a thing. You know, you don't label, you don't, you don't say, um, you wouldn't say if, you know, they were together, you wouldn't call them like a straight couple. Yeah. You wouldn't call them a, a, a queer couple. You, I don't know. I don't think you would. I don't yeah. think you would label it. You know, you just identify them as partners or you know yeah. something like that. And, you know, that's cool. That's fine. That's whatever. Um, going into that a little bit, you know, I just recently, in, um, encountered someone who was married and they were in a non-monogamous relationship yeah and i had to not necessarily get educated on the topic but just kind of a little bit more understanding of that like that doesn't necessarily call it that wouldn't call it a um a polyamorous couple yeah you know and and that's one of those things where like you know labels you know are you labeling this as in a polyamorous like it's like no no no. that's a whole different category and you're like yeah. oh fuck how did I? <laughs> you know and so it was just they're just a non-monogamous couple yeah you know? all right well there you go hey. you know and yeah you know so like i you know you can label it and i there's people who don't use labels at all so yeah and i think, I think like you said wild. i think labels are kind of an outdated thing anyway i feel like for the most part i would say I yeah would, like you still have your like I, like I was just saying, non-monogamous, that's a label. Yeah. So, I mean, you have your different kinds of people who are going to use labels or just to identify it to yeah. just very... And, and people, and that's, as humans, they people, us as humans, we need to compartmentalize everything. Right. We need to have a label on it for us to make sense. For, to, the mass, for it to make sense. I think for the vast majority, yeah. Oh, yeah, for it yeah. to make sense to anything. Right. Um, and, that's, and that's the real big thing there is like, like I need the label for it to make sense. So it's just so I know what to say, which the label doesn't need to be there. And and like with the gender fluidity and all that stuff, I feel like a lot of that's outdated too. And I might not necessarily agree with any of it, but at the end of the day, like the way like the way some of these people are fighting so hard for it, like right. even on the other side, like on the side that's pro, and they'll get mad at us for labeling it. We're trying our best. But we're not in it. We don't understand. Listen, but like they might get mad at us. But and, and, I don't give a shit. It doesn't affect me. You know what I mean? It's not, it has not my life. You'd be happy. And that's very much the point. And that's the very and that's very much like, look, I think for a lot of topics, I'm an outsider. I yeah. am not pro or con. I'm not with or against. I am on the middle ground of the middle ground. I yeah. am really like majority of the time. And I don't think a lot of people. Um, I would say a lot of people don't like it. Yeah, because you know, especially nowadays, it's everything needs to be gray and you know, black and gray, black and white, whatever. Um, not gray, fuck. Yeah, black and white. There is no gray. You said, you yeah. know, and a lot of people are like, you know, you need to be pro gun or you know, against gun. Yeah, you need to be pro life or pro choice. You need to be need exactly. To be. And I'm like, listen, I don't know. I obviously I have my inclinations of you know what I what I'm like for and against yeah. and everything like that, but. Look, when it comes down to it, I'm you know I have to know what I'm um, talking about. Exactly. You know, if I'd like to know what I'm talking about, if I I'd like to know what I'm talking about, and I would like to know everything, every aspect of it. I like to hear both sides of the aspect before I make my decision. So, uh, like you know, for something like pro-choice, you know, I heard both sides of it. I don't exactly agree with you know the the not pro-choice um, yeah. pro, uh, pro-life. You know? Yeah. You know, I don't agree with any of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and there's there are definitely points that pro life people may make mm-hmm. that I agree with. Yeah. 
And I understand. But that's all part of, like like you said, that's but, all part of being pro-choice. It's not my choice. But yeah. that's your decision yeah, to make. Exactly. I am pro-choice in the sense that, like, you know, if that is your choice, that's your choice. If that's not your choice, that's not your choice. Yeah. That's fine. You know, have the baby, don't have the baby. I, you know, I am indifferent. And, you know, um, and so, that's like, so when it comes down or, you know, go ahead. Yeah. Well, like, well, like I'm sure you're about to make kind of the same point that that's my issue with like the, like we kind of like where the society's going, like, and even like I consider myself liberal, uh, but like even like where it's kind of going with that kind of culture is like, like you have to agree with what we agree with. Right. And it's like, why, why do I like, why do we, so I understand making policies and all that stuff for, for the mass, for everyone to yeah. be happy and all that stuff and everything needs to be kosher and all that stuff. But my issue is, is like, why, where did it turn all of a sudden that if you don't believe what I believe, then you're a piece of shit. I don't like you. Any of that, like, why is our beliefs all, why does everyone's, why do I have to believe what you believe? Like, right. I'm pro-life. Okay, that's fine. Then you could be pro-life. And, there, and there's definitely, and but pro-choice is you have a choice too. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So if you, you want to be pro yeah, to you're choosing to be pro-life. Yeah. That's fine. If I'm choosing, if the woman who was raped, sexually assaulted, or, or, or can't afford to have the, can't take the baby for, can't, or can't uh, healthily take the baby to term. Yeah. That's their choice. Exactly. And even if it's something less than that, like they, those are extremes. Like even if it's something less than that, like I'm 17 years old and I don't want to have a kid. Right. I understand yeah. that. You know what I mean? And, and that, so that's pro-choice. Their choice. As you're saying, like we're getting to get to that point. I think, you know, it is crazy because 20 years ago you could have differences. You know, we can no longer do that in the sense yeah. that, and I'm, you know, I'm saying, I'm speaking on a very wide, wide range because I know people, I'm friends with people now who we have differences in opinions. And yeah. it's great because they have a difference in opinion. I have a difference in opinion, but we're still friends. Exactly. You know, and I don't great. mind if and, we have a difference of opinion. And, but that's what you're saying. That's, yeah. you know, you know, we used to live in a time like that and we, we don't necessarily now where we have different set of opinions and we still coexist yeah exactly you know and that's what we should like be. i'm not gonna bastardize you because you think something different than right. me right but that's what creates a, a, a rounded society in my mind yeah you have to have both you know sides you have to have the constant battle to find the middle ground that's going to be the best for everybody. everyone and i think a lot of people don't necessarily see it that way you know it has to be one or the other neither you know or neither win you well, know nobody you know and and you know whether it's the the left or the right or the right or the left whatever yeah. it happens to be you know it has to be one it can't yeah. be a mix it can't be that middle ground. exactly and that's the thing and that's that's a big thing is that how i feel is like uh i feel like like you said it needs to be a middle ground and i think if you're fighting like even in politics even in like politics or anything anything like these kind of social issues is not like you said it has to be a mix it can't not both sides are going to win all the time and if it's per, in a perfect society both side doesn't win exactly they compromise one side's going to be unhappy both sides are going to be unhappy that's when you know that it's working right because compromise is what needs to happen exactly. and that's and it seems like America as a whole, even in like social interactions, like with just me and you, me and some other dude talking, or me and you talking, is like 
now you can't even have the compromise of understanding. Like my big thing is like I don't argue on Facebook or anything anymore. Or yeah. I used to like want to go gung ho at it, but like yeah. can't do it. Yeah, for one, it's stressful, and I don't. I hate it. I hate being a keyboard warrior. Yeah. And like my issue is like I, my big thing is I don't have anything nice to say. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, unless you want me to hurt your feelings for some reason, but like, uh, but like, I just don't see the point in fighting and all this because I'm if I'm fighting somebody hardcore on gun control, if I'm fighting them on it, obviously they have their belief. I have mine. Nothing you say is going to make me change my mind. Right. Nothing I say to you is going to make you change yours. We both have our beliefs of why. Like I said, the only way that both sides are going to be happy is they're unhappy. Right. That's how compromise works. Absolutely. Like, and you, know, you can't be happy in a compromise. No. Neither side can be happy in a compromise. And you know, it's ta- just how it talking works. about gun control, I think that's one of the very biggest like topics where people get mad at me the most because yeah. I am middle ground for gun mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. You know, and and people are like, well, you know, how how can you believe you know people should buy guns? I just do. How do you believe that we should, you know, um, ban assault rifles? Uh, ban assault rifle, or you know, just gun control. Gun control yeah. as a topic. I go, I believe in gun control. Yeah. But you believe in people having guns? Yes. Yeah. And you believe in gun control? Yes. Yeah. You know, and I'll go in a circle of people about it because it's, well, how? How do you believe in that? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I just do. Yeah. Look, I'm not gonna sit there and take your gun away, mm-hmm. but I'm also saying that there needs to be something done in the sense that. We we're having just, these mass shootings yeah. where anybody we I don't believe in everybody having a gun because there's plenty of people I don't have a gun and you know I, I like me personally I have anger issues I don't yeah. think I should ever have a gun no one hundred percent and look I understand I understand there's people who have guns that are like you don't or like are you just people in general who would say something along the lines of you know you don't like it's a different mentality to have yeah. a gun or something like that once you have a gun you know you take responsibility no i don't believe i that. don't believe that like, i 100% know myself yeah if i got into an argument with someone i'd probably use that gun yeah that's what if I'm saying. i got depressed enough i'd probably use that gun. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. so that's my saying is like i will never own a gun yeah. most most likely i will never own a gun i do like the end i do enjoy the fucking what's the 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 shit they say pull and yeah um like shooting what, what the fuck what is shooting. that called i think i don't know Ski? what it's called is it so i don't know man anyway I, that's well that cool. stuff's fun like shooting fun. guns for recreation is cool yeah well i have an own one probably not but like if if there's like a gun range where you can go play with some go guns, do that would i go do that that'd yeah. be cool hunting i like so i like hunting on a small scale yeah i don't like hunting for sport yeah. I'd like hunting for necessity. Yeah. So like, yeah, honestly, I would probably use like a bow. I think I think bow hunting is badass. That's okay, like. calm down. What the fuck's that dude's name from uh, Walking Dead? Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, calm down. I just, I just, I think that would be badass, man. No, it is. It is definitely. It is. It definitely is. Here's the thing: is that stuff is like impossible. You have to have so much power. And look, that's the whole point. Is that I think my mom said it, it was like that. That's the point. Is like it, it makes it like an evil or um, evil, even um, evil playground, playing ground, yeah. playground um, playing field for you and the animal you know because you have to fight for the kill look you know what else is hard you sitting in a fucking tent five miles away with a fucking scope well not even that like that's hard to do too because i can't like you really want to be like you want to really earn the kill get out there with a fucking 
spear dressed <laughs> a spear or a knife dressed in animal pelts trying to get it to come close to you like wearing a loin cloth yeah exactly and covered then, in dirt then like you gotta, then you gotta get out there and fucking fist fight it <laughs> to get it to go down like look i think <laughs> when you bring up that kind of thing i think there's always going to be a point of like oh you know that's unfair to the animal and everything like that uh. You know, look, but my main point is if I'm if I'm hunting for food and necessity, then I think it, it makes me mentally okay with it because that's nutrients, that's something that yeah. fuels me, that's something that our ancestors yeah. did fucking thousands of years ago. Exactly. It's a necessity. I'm sorry, I can't be a vegetarian. It it's mm. not in my DNA. Yeah, it's not I I've I tried it. I have. I have. I have tried it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and people can say like, "Oh, you can give it the full hundred percent." You know, there's definitely recipes that you know make you forget about meat. I'm sorry. I've tried it. I don't want to. I I don't <laughs> want to. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm sorry. I like, and I have had plenty of uh, vegetarian substitutes and stuff yeah. like that, and you know they taste fine. Yeah. But emphasis on fine. Yeah. Nothing's mm-hmm. better than cutting into a steak. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like in my head, if I happened. If I or some chicken tender, or some chicken tender, well, you like <laughs> But in my head, if I know that I myself hunted this animal and you know personally fed myself, yeah, that's something of, and you know, you can call it some kind of you know man mentality, yeah, meathead kind of thing, whatever. Look, I, I fed myself, you know, yeah. that's fine with me. I'm not gonna go shoot Dumbo and hang them on my wall. Yeah. That's my point. Exactly. And I agree with that. And I agree with that and I you know and I and I believe or I believe in that and you know I definitely don't agree with, you know, poaching, you know, these endangered animals. That's all fucking awful. You know, but yeah. if you're shooting a deer, especially in an overpopulated because there's plenty of and you can call it some form of um oh god, I'm going to sound really dumb right now, but like deforestation, right? And yeah. when like, you know, the city is moving in on the animals habitat. Yeah. So you can call it some form of deforestation or, you know, whatever the hell the actual proper term is. But like when there's an abundance of an animal ruining some um, city yeah. stuff like that, because like I hear about it down in Texas, there's like these wild boars that uh, fuck up a bunch of property, yeah. you know, and they, they, ch- and they cause a bunch of damage. So that like, it's like open season all the time for yeah. these boars because there's so many of them. Yeah. You know, that's not an endangered species. That's not something that's going to, you know, die out. They have like a shit ton of these boars, so they just go ahead and let them shoot them. And nobody's gonna hunt them for sport. No one's gonna hunt them from sport. Like ninety-five percent, I'd say like ninety-five percent, or at least if not all of them, are going to be for food, which is great. I think that's awesome. You know, and and, you know, you can call some kind of activism, activist uh, side of it, where it's like, oh, the people are invading the habitat, and I get it. But look, there's like a billion fucking people in the world. Uh I'm not going to stop. Um, overpopulation. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have no control over that. I mean, yeah. I, I, I cannot have sex. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's just a lot of things we can't do. I mean, yeah. we're not going to be able to stop, like you said, overpopulation. There's nothing we can really do about that unless yeah. they start, like China, and start putting limits on how many babies you can have. And, yeah. and that would be everything America's against. You know what I mean? Exactly. And the so, like, whole choice of it and everything like that. Yeah. But, so, you know. We di- I digress. Yeah. I try not to get too much into politic topics because there. I don't think there is a solution most of the time. I no. don't think so. I think we'll it's, see. it's most of it. It's a moot point. Mm-hmm. You know, you're never going to. I'm uh, not going to convince you. You're not going to convince exactly. me. Like, and for unfortunately, no one is willing to compromise. You know, we have yet to have a leader, president, government, 
that believes in compromise and believes in neither party should win. Yeah, but it's all the majority mentality. Is it, like as a as a society, we just have to stop it. But the, like, and I get it. There are points where I'm all or nothing too. Like yeah. I'm not perfect either. That's just yeah. how humans are. You right. want all or nothing. You know what I mean? I think that's where a lot of our society's gone, kind of going on. They want all or nothing, little exactly. victories. It's it's little things that make the big picture happen. We can't just get the big picture right. fast and want it. But I agree with you. So, moving on to it, you know what? Um, we're gonna cut to a quick break, yeah. and then uh, we'll come back with a, a lighter topic, and you know, make um, end this end this show on a on a lighter note, maybe. <laughs> All right. So we'll be right back, and we're back. Hope you guys like that short uh, break. Yeah. There were no ads. Listening for because <laughs> I have no sponsors yet. Yet, if you are somebody who would like to sponsor me, go ahead and get at me on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. whatever. However you want to find me, if you want me to sponsor something, go ahead and uh, just let me know. I will most likely do it. I am not like The Rock. I cannot pick and choose my sponsors, so I do not care about quality. <laughs> That's a complete joke. I 100% believe in my sponsors, and I love the quality of every single product also, that they have. Also, he'll sponsor anything. <laughs> Whatever you give him, he'll sponsor. Bulgarian <laughs> anal cream. I am here. Yeah, I will even learn Bulgarian. <laughs> Guten tag, bitches. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's German. <laughs> I don't know what they speak in Bulgaria. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, com- moving on from our last topic, which you know got a little bit serious. We were talking about politics. I try not to talk about the politics that much, just because it's that a- conversation was all over the goddamn place. It was. It was. It That's was. Right. You know, we were up and down. But you know what? Let's move on to a little bit of lighter. You know. Okay. You know what? Actually, we're gonna move on to a little bit funnier, but still kind of political. I, you know, we just brought this up, but um, teachers having relations with their students, <laughs> and I think you agree with me on this, but uh, a male t- a male student having interco- a relationship with a female teacher is a lot different than a female student having a relationship with a male teacher. In my eyes, it is. <laughs> but like look, 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 look. we have we all have this societies is probably not it's probably not it's, <laughs> and look you can have you can show your 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 statistics you can show your re- research and everything like that showing that it's equally messed up and, yeah. and it affects the the um the student and the person and everything like that and i, and I i'm sure it does i'm sure it yeah. does and to a point to an age like if a if a teacher is messing around with like a thirteen year old boy, I think I'm sure that that boy is mentally you know going to be um, affected by that. Yeah. You know you know he he doesn't necessarily understand totally. He may have some small, especially in today's day and age where you know internet porn is so easily accessible. You know he might have an understanding or at least some a little inkling of you know what sex or you know what things are like that and everything like that. But I think once you're like. I think once you're about 16 years old, I think once you're 16 years old, you have a different mentality. And <laughs> like, we, like I said before, like at 16 years old, I think I think the men's mind of like 
sexual maturity is just cut. <laughs> it's done. Complete joke. It's but I've been like, like it's completely fucking done at 16. So look, <laughs> I think throughout your life, you will always... I'm joking, of course. I don't, don't take that seriously. <laughs> totally, totally joking. I just totally like joking. to make myself laugh. <laughs> I think, I think it, throughout your life, you are constantly growing as a person and everything like that on certain aspects. But see, like... But like, listen, when yeah. I was 16... You said boobs. I was gonna laugh. <laughs> At this age, if you you just laughed. You just. Laughed. I didn't even mean to. <laughs> we say boobs. We laugh. And guess what? I know fifty-year-olds. If I said boobs, they laugh. <laughs> Men are very simple creatures. I will one hundred percent back this up. We are not smart at all. You can be smart. You can be like Elon fucking Musk. Yeah, but if you said boobs, Elon Musk, I bet Elon, Elon Musk is a hilarious dude. <laughs> and I bet you, like, maturity-wise, in certain aspects, he's probably a child. So, and, and, and look, there's whole different aspects that, you know, you can have different opinions about it in the sense that, like, you know, you can be immature when, you know, at any point in time. But when it matters, you can be mature. And that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. But when you're immature, you're still going to laugh at boobs. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's my point is that at a certain age, and I'll probably say 16, let's just say 16, it could be 17, 15, whatever, I say 16. At 16 years old, all the hormones, and you know, you're may, maybe not making the right decisions, but like, you know, you just wanna have sex. Yeah. And if you had an attractive teacher, that's like the, for some reason, that's like the ultimate dream. I you know blame it on Van Halen for uh, for creating Hot for Teacher yeah or you know just or whatever there it's it's a, it's a it's a scenario that a lot of guys would be down for oh yeah and the point is if I had sex with a teacher at 16 years old I can almost guarantee you that I would not regret it to this day because guess what I've had sex when I was 16 years old I still don't regret it yeah well like. So uh, I'll play the devil's advocate on this one. Like, I don't, I don't really know what to believe <laughs> either side. I can see where like it's different. Like the sex with, I, I'm an armchair psychologist mostly because that's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to go <laughs> into studying human behavior for my for my career choice. But <laughs> it's it's not different. <laughs> it's kind of the same. I'm sure it uh, is. And part of me is thinking, like, you said, like, the difference the difference is, like, I think it's just because, like, how our society thinks is, like, everything's so male sex-driven. Of course. And, like, so, like, to us from a young age, we're taught that, like, like uh, if if that happens to a woman or anything like that, you, you tell somebody that's, you know, that's inappropriate. But, like, our dads are, like, well, if a hot teacher offers to have sex with you, or like, like, well, not my dad because my dad went around. Like, like a male figure in my life tells me, like, oh, if the teacher officer have sex, you you take that shit. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's definitely a thing. That's definitely a thing like, of like, like is it a societal culture, thing? Male society, male culture, whatever. Yeah. That's definitely a thing that like you know, that's my boy. Yeah. Is an expression commonly used. And look, I'm not ultimately saying there's a whole movie about that. There is. There's a whole movie about that that expression. And look, it's an awesome movie. It may not be like a cinematic masterpiece. You know, (laughs) plenty plenty of people. You just said your girlfriend said it was stupid. You know, (laughs) there's plenty of people who think it's the dumbest movie ever. And I'm not gonna disagree. Yeah. But I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. I think it's the funniest movie. Uh, Not funniest, but I think it's a 
fucking maybe, hilarious. And here's another thing, like, from the outside looking in, it's easy for us to be like, oh, yeah, we would definitely do that, and, like, yeah. it wouldn't affect you. Of course. But maybe, but maybe, like, I guess, like, in, when I was in high school, I never installed that much faith in any of the teachers that I had. I never had a relationship with any of them. Like, Look, I like, never, I had never a created a bond with them. I never had a hot teacher well, yeah. in high school. But, like, like even, like, like, I never d- developed, like, some kind of bond with them where I trusted them to, or anything like that. I was a I fucked off in school like if I was there yeah. that's the real so thing. I guess that for you specifically you had to be in school first of all <laughs> yeah exactly you know and, I was I was in school I was I was there and I had like I guess relationships with my teachers yeah. in a sense like there was a few teachers that like you know you had that kind of cool teacher and like you'd make jokes and you'd laugh all the time whatever you'd call them by their first name you know yeah. you had that relationship so I totally understand how like you could get into that scenario yeah the thing is and then that would be like where the trust is broken like exactly totally because then they're going to think every relationship well i don't know i can't i can't say that definite but that's how you lead them to thinking that every relationship that's like that they can't trust that person because that's what that's what it ends up like or you you know what that's their ulterior motive i guess in all in all seriousness in all seriousness we can definitely talk about how that definitely does affect somebody's viewpoint on relationships yeah just like anything scenario that it can affect somebody's viewpoint on relationships so i totally i don't i guess i i'm look i'm in all seriousness like the first that first half you know that was joking i told you oh oh, oh, yeah i'm not sitting there we're fucking i'm not sitting there i'm an idiot i'm (laughs) I'm not like i'm I'm a fucking dumbass making jokes okay i i'm not saying you know we just been through men being stupid exactly i I agree men are the dumbest thing like (laughs) i totally believe it look i'm never like i'm never in the argument of you know women can't do something men can do oh you know i believe they are the ultimate um, sex. Yeah. They, they are the better. They, they can. Outside of a strength, that's about all they. They can do. We have on them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, literally, I think they can do anything better. Yeah. Any emotion they feel is twenty times more than how a man feels. Any genius, I think they are. I think they're fucking twenty times better. So, but in all seriousness, um, it definitely, it definitely, those kind of things can definitely affect both men and yeah. fe- male and female or you know whatever student i definitely understand that however it's way funnier to joke about. it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely funnier to joke about a dude and i guess it's because we are guys or whatever yeah. you know and, uh, but even but like not but, to interrupt you but like even thinking about it like a male teacher having sex with a female student is like it's oh that's disgusting but like but because we're dudes but like if you did that in high school if you told me today like just now like oh wow this is where i come out that i had sex with my history teacher i'd be like what like it's, de- it's definitely something more to be proud of and yeah. you know that can be something to that can i guess that's something to be said about how society or you know just you know the the, the social rules of sex involving men and women yeah. you know it's still a stigma of any male who has sex doesn't have to be in a relationship, you know, or out of a relationship. That's to be celebrated. And whereas any any sex a female has, that's to be looked down on. That's exactly. to be discouraged. Exactly. That's, she's a you know a whore. Male, a, men can you know, stick their dick in anything exactly. they want and have no consequences. And, <laughs> and and so the main point that I guess I was going to get at is that I don't agree with that. Yeah. And so male or female student, if that's what you know they want. I don't see it being a negative thing. You know, now look, like I said, you know, 
psychologically, I'm sure it fucks everyone up and everything like that, whatever. But look, you know, if I had a friend in high school, I'm sure there's girls in high school who had sex with a teacher and they told their friend and they're like, oh my God, that's awesome. High five, whatever yeah. the fuck they do. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how girls... I'm not in those conversations. <laughs> I'm not in those conversations. I don't know how girls talk about sex. But, yeah. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or what is it? Yes, queen? Yeah. But like, yeah, yes, sure. queen. Get that, get that dick. I don't fucking know. Just, I don't know. Is that how... That's, I don't know. I don't is that how women talk about sex? Listen, again, I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's I'm sure they have equivalent conversations because that's men conversations like what you had sex with that girl fuck yeah oh, that's fucking awesome <laughs> and you see what her boobs look like that's yeah. <laughs> usually like what, what were the boobs like what are the boobs <laughs> that's like? the conversation you know? that follows it's like yeah so uh, her, her and I had sex and you're like sick <laughs> yeah, that's that's our <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. High five. Yeah. High five, high five dudes for having sex. Like, yeah, so we hooked up. I'm like, yeah, fucking. Well, get. when we were, when I was uh, single a long time ago, ago, we used to send Lonely Island back and forth to each other. Yeah. <laughs> did I? Did I not send you um, that Lonely Island song about a few months ago? Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Yep, and then. When I started playing it, I had to explain to my girlfriend why, why? This, why, why we do that. So like, why, like, why did he just send you randomly? <laughs> I just asked that. <laughs> exactly. It's just, yeah. it's just a, a guy thing. Like you said, I'm sure, like you said, I'm sure women I'm sure they have do. an equivalent conversation. And here's the thing. Here's the thing is that I, I, as much as I say, you know, I'm here for it, all that stuff. If I have a female friend and she tells me that, I'm fucking here for it. I will send her back. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm fucking express it that way. Yeah, if she's you know? like, if she's like, oh, I just had sex with him, I'm like, all right, awesome. And yeah. Unless she goes, well, I'm not happy about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. If a, <laughs> if a girl was like, yo, I just had the best sex, like the dude's dick was this fuck, I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, high five. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't care. <laughs> I don't care how big this dude's dick yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. you know, I can't exactly relate to how it feels. <laughs> But high five. Yeah, exactly. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. Yeah. And if the girl goes, you know, I had sex, I'm not really happy about it because I don't really like the guy. Like, did you have fun? She's like, yeah. Like, fuck it. You know? Or like, you know, I've had a conversation with a girl. She goes, you know, and there it goes that society stigma. She goes, I had sex with some random dude. I'm really ashamed. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. You got some dick. She goes, yeah. And she goes, like, did it feel good? She goes, yeah. I'm like, did you want it? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, there you go. Be happy. If I told you that exact same story, nobody at once would go, I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah. Well, well, you know what I mean? And that's, I'm like, listen, you that, should be ashamed of it. And that's, you know, that, that's, that's, as long as it was consensual, yeah. as long as it, you you wanted to fuck the dude, yeah. fuck the dude. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? It doesn't like, matter. If you're in a relationship and it was a random dude, well, then I did, <laughs> I did, hey. <laughs> Maybe you're going to throw that. Uh, but like, but probably shouldn't be cheating on people and like, and you both are two consenting adults that want to have sex with each other. Go ahead for it. Yeah. And like that's what I hate about society. About with women, like guys are like, oh, she's had like she's had sex with twenty dudes. Who uh, gives a shit? I don't care. Look, Who cares? Look, how many how many girls have you had sex with? Who both cares? sides. Both sides of the story. Both sides. Yeah. Of the, both sides of the coin. As a dude, if you're healthy, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you're a chick, you're healthy. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, like that's good for you. That's and, great. And my thing is like, if you're gonna be sexually active like that, just get tested so you're not being some. That's what I'm saying. You're that, being some selfish yeah. prick. As like long, you're like as long as you're around something you don't know. As long as you're healthy, as long as you know you got tested, you don't have anything. Yeah. You know, you're being safe about it. Whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's no, awesome. Do that's what great. you want. We're, do, do we're all humans, and I don't. I, that's what I don't understand about women getting ridiculed for it. Like, why the fuck? Why? Fucking own it. Yeah, exactly. I'm here for it. 
Exactly. If, fuck, if I fucking saw a girl doing a walk of shame, I'd high five her. I'd be like, yeah. Hey, fuck yeah. Yeah, if you're immature enough to fucking shame sure. a woman for that kind of shit, then fuck you, dude. You're it's, not, you shouldn't be having sex with anyone because you're still a kid. And you know that, <laughs> that, I guess that's a really good point, and we're getting really off topic of trying to bring this into like a more lighter note, but <laughs> I get, I think, I think recently, especially, you know, you see TikToks. Yeah. You see TikToks of these girls doing TikToks, whatever, and they make comments or they do videos about somebody who made a comment or whatever. And it's like, you know, these kind of comments really upset me. And it's like, you know, you're a fucking slut. And it's like, how do you have the time? <laughs> For most of my thing is like, like, who the fuck comments on somebody's TikTok? You're a slut. It's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, people dude, get a fucking life. <laughs> Seriously. And I'm like, look, and I'm like, you know, just because this person wants to do certain things or dress a certain way or whatever, it's like, fuck it, who cares? Well, like, did, okay, look, 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 um, I just saw this on Facebook. I just saw this on Facebook. I guess some, some parent community thing at a school was getting really upset about how one of the moms dropping her kids off at school was dressed. And you saw a picture of it. It's like, you know, maybe like mildly short dress i'm not saying it's exactly something you know uh, church goers would like huh. I, I i should say that it's probably something that you know church goers you know dislike and that's probably why she was getting some hate so much yeah. hate but i'm like i saw the dress i'm like i i see nothing you know she wants for the one for when this goes into like the pro-choice thing who gives a shit yeah I'm like, what is she doing here how what dare it? she dress like that around children is one of the comments i'm like how old are the ch- like who's gonna fucking care did the children care did your kid come up to you and go the way that woman's dress makes me feel uncomfortable. Then, okay, have a conversation with the kid and be like, guess what? Everyone can make their own fucking decisions. I think it, <laughs> I think it goes on to that no matter what, your point or your opinion should be validated by someone you don't know. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, if someone saw, like, if I was wearing a fuck, um, you know, a pot leaf on my shirt, someone's like, I don't like that shirt. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And there's certain situations you know? where that's not appropriate. And I understand that. You walk into a drug rehab and you have a pop leaf on your shirt. That's you know? definitely, that's like, definitely. hey, dude, you need to take that off. Read the room. <laughs> well, that's definitely one of those things where, you know, you're not exactly thinking about your uh, action affecting other people. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if I walked into a mall, you know, if I just walked into a mall wearing a pot leaf on my, on yeah, my shirt, like, okay. you know, that's okay. You know, Whatever. You don't like it? That's, like, that's probably fine. don't go to an AA, me- AA meeting with, I'm not as thick as you drunk I am. Sure yeah. You know what I mean? Don't do that. Like, well, But if you walk into a Spencer's Gifts with that on, people are like, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. People are thinking it's Do whatever the fuck you want. You know? <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure, like, obviously the argument of, you know, environmental appropriate attire or whatever yeah. it can be you know just whatever. read the room but in general society yeah you know in a normal in a mall yeah. in a, you know whatever a grocery store you know there's yeah. certain things that it's like why and, the fuck and is this is the thing that i complain about with my girlfriend all the time is people's situational awareness like read the room like right. you're like you're not the most important person in there so right. if like if you're wearing a pot leaf and a drug rehab Okay, situational awareness, bro. You know that shit's not okay. Yeah. It's also the flip side of the coin. Those women are like, I'm mad that she's dressing that way. Who gives a shit? Situational awareness. You're not the most important person in the situation. Exactly. Is she getting her kids to school? Yeah. Why don't you applaud her for that? Yeah. Or be fucking happy. Whatever she wants to do. Who cares? Right. And even like back to the TikTok thing where it's like, you're a slut. Like, you know what TikTok's designed for so you don't have to watch videos you don't want to watch? You just slide up. You watch another video. You don't have to fucking watch. There are... Billions. Why are you watching this woman's video just to be mean? Or this dude's video just to be an asshole? You know, it's funny. It's funny. Um, Like, move on. (laughs) Bringing up the dude side of it. There's this dude that I follow on TikTok. Only in in, in 
it's purely because this dude's like phenomenal. Like he's like fucking jacked. This dude is ripped, and all he does is has these uh, wood chopping videos. One fucking slice, and he's chopping this big ass log. Yeah. And you see the comments. This is fake. This is fake wood. It's not real. It was pre-cut. All this stuff. I'm like, what's what's the sense of enjoyment of, or like, what do you get out of, you know, trying to disprove the video or, you know, just discrediting his effort? Yeah. You know, like, and, you know, he, and, you know, he, I guess, fire, you know, feel, feels the fire because he kind of responds to them and, and makes, yeah. you know, videos about proving that it's real or whatever. But whatever, you know, that's, that's his prerogative. I don't care. About yeah. It. I still like to watch, I just like to fucking watch him chop wood, dude. It's fucking sick. One slice, and he, he cuts the goddamn thing. I'm like, holy fuck. That's awesome. Yeah. Which I can do that. I can't chop wood with one slice. Like, That'd be fucking cool, are you though. Kidding me? This dude's fucking jacked. I'm not jacked. <laughs> I want to be like him. I'm like, fuck Exactly. Like, I'm happy with the dude. Yeah. Chopping fucking wood. I don't give a shit. I'm not sitting there going, wow, that's fake. And I don't get it. I don't understand, like, the enjoyment. Or, you know, like, you see people do a trick, and you're like, ah, I can do that. I'm like, yeah, fuck as that you, guy. As you eat popcorn on your fucking couch. Not even that. Yeah, like have you seen the memes? Have you seen the memes with the Olympics? Have you seen the memes about the Olympics? About like you know people like you know where they fuck up in the Olympics and it's like, ha, what a bitch. As I sit on my couch eating popcorn. Yeah. It's like yeah, you know exactly. exactly. That's the point is you can't do that or you know much you know (laughs) I'm sure there's people who are watching that and they're like oh I can do that and you know if you can you can that's awesome but I don't think criticizing somebody who you know is doing it is you know the way to go about it. Yeah. You know, I agree. I agree completely. Listen, I think the the bottom line is, you know, to get right down to it is, you know, let people do whatever the fuck they want to do. As yeah. long as long as it's not harming somebody else, harming animals, or I guess essentially harming harming themselves, maybe. I don't even know. I guess you can well, I guess dirt biking and extreme sports and everything. Whatever. As as long as you're not harming anyone and harming animals, it doesn't matter. Yeah, do what exactly. you want to do. Yeah, say have fun. You know, it is what it is. So, <laughs> so going officially moving on to a more fun note. The last time I saw you was uh, before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you're gonna bring this shit up. I am gonna bring this up <laughs> purely because one, I know what team you were rooting for, and you know what team I was rooting for, and not necessarily saying that that's my all, team. All I'm gonna say is. What the fuck ever? <laughs> Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying the Rams are my team. Look, I'm not saying it because we all know who I root for. I root for the Oakland Raiders. Actually, yep. shit, fuck, God, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry, that it's it's hard to get used to. You got, I mean, I spent what twenty two years twenty two years of my life saying Oakland. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Las Vegas Raiders are my team. Yeah. They were my team since I was born. I can't remember ever liking any other football team. Yeah. So, whatever. But being from LA, I do root for LA teams. So, if, you know, if the fucking Chargers were in the Super Bowl, I'd be rooting for the Chargers. Nobody roots for the Chargers. Don't lie to yourself. You I would be rooting for the Chargers. You would. I would. I would. <laughs> LA, I, LA Chargers all the way. I think everybody would turn. They would be like, you know what? Who's the other team in the Super Bowl? They got to root for. So, so, so yeah. So, yeah. I rooted for the Rams. Honestly, I think the Rams are a good team. Yeah. I've liked them for a few years just because they're in LA and everything like that. All that stuff. And I personally... Um, just enjoyed Matthew Stafford's career story. Um, yeah. I mean, I was happy. 
I'm not happy. All right. <laughs> Look, I'm a diehard Cincinnati Bengals fan. Of course. I've been there through thick and thin. Of course. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> it's been thick <laughs> a lot of the times, and it's. But look, and this year I was really happy with how it went down. It it well, was phenomenal. It was a great team, and yeah. you know a great ride. And you guys were oh, great. Were way better than I thought we were going to be. They were I, awesome. If you would ask me in October, get, like yeah. you guys think you're going to go to the Super Bowl, I'd be like, not a chance, not a chance in that. Not one. a chance. You, know? you would ask me a week before the AFC Championship game, you think you're going to Super Bowl? Absolutely fucking not. No. And, like, and, and they look, they surprised everybody. They were a great team. Yeah. You know, obviously Joe Burrow is, you know, is the key. I think to Bang- the Bengals. Yeah. It, he just had a great team, and he knew how to utilize them, and it was great. I'm I'm ecstatic with how it went. I'm excited to see how next year's going to go. Absolutely. I don't think I don't think they're for yeah. at least another few years. I don't think the Bengals aren't going to be a team to watch. Exactly. You know, I think yeah, I think as long as they have Joe Burrow they're going to be and I don't think you know he's not going to let them be I don't down. think he's going to let them down I think he is you know whatever you want to call what? him Joe Cool Joe uh, Shiesty Joe, Joe Burr Sice, Joe Burr whatever, <laughs> whatever you say I think he is I think he's a great quarterback yeah. I think he's a great you know leader so but that being said I enjoyed Matthew Stafford's story because you spend 12 years with the Detroit Lions yeah just getting just, you know, wrecked. You know, yeah, getting wrecked. Listen, one of the best plays. I, I can remember. I, I, I can't remember the specifics, honestly. That's just the best play I've ever seen him have was when he dislocated his shoulder. And he, against the Browns. Against the Browns. He goes back in and still throws for the fucking touchdown. Yeah. Like this guy, this guy, you know. Is just phenomenal in my yeah. mind. In my mind, he, you know, I like, I like that. I like that um, grind. Yeah. You know, it could be. Like I mean, he got sacked nine times. <laughs> and won the divisional playoff. He was great. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I, I like, you know, I like athletes who fucking show it because yeah. they one either they love the sport, they love what they're doing, all that stuff. They can you can see it in their um, their play. execution, yeah, their play. That you see that grind, that work ethic, that fucking whatever effort, everything they put into it, it's awesome. It's fucking great. So for Matthew Stafford to come in into the into the Rams and you know in his first season out of the out of Detroit to come in and fucking just kill it, yeah. You know, no matter what you say about like you know statistic wise or you know interceptions, I don't think I can see any other quarterback come back from interception like Matthew Stafford comes back. He yeah. doesn't take it. You know, like that kind of thing shakes somebody. You know, it just like, you know, a pitcher, you know, throwing a you know, throwing a home run that shakes you mentally. Yeah. I I don't think I see any other. I'm sure there are plenty of other quarterbacks who can mentally do it, but Matthew Stafford right now comes to mind when you ask me a quarter a quarterback who can who can not be shaken by an interception. Oh, or right, let's just adjust the elephant in the room. <laughs> All right, last minute of that game. Nah, the nah, refs nah. called your shot. <laughs> they called the refs shot. Look, 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 look. There was a lot of bullshit calls, and I'm you not wanna, saying you want to talk that about calls. It didn't happen all game. You want to talk? Well, here's my problem. Is like, yeah, I know what you're gonna bring up. You're gonna bring up that fucking face mask call. I'm just saying. But here, but here's the thing. I don't care about. Yeah, that's fine. Missed that call. I we got lucky. My problem with that is 
The refs waited until the game deciding to, the game deciding drive thing, drive to decide. Now we're gonna start a big fucking call so, of penalties that we've let go all fucking game. You know what? Look, look, look. I, on I'm both gonna, sides, I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not gonna disagree yeah. that it was unfortunate. It was. Um, I didn't like it. I did not agree with how these calls were getting played yeah. um, towards the end because we went through the whole game. I was, we made comments about it at the party I went to. Yeah. We made comments. I, I really like that they're not like overthrowing the flags. You know, like yeah. they're not fucking, you know, they're not calling every single play. I really liked how they were letting them play. You know, were there a couple calls where Rams or Bengals that should have been called? Sure, yeah. maybe, probably. Base mask, whatever the fuck. You know, plenty of them. That last two minutes, it did get annoying. Yeah. However, there was at least two drives, even without the flags, where the bank, uh, where the Rams scored. So <laughs> I'm not gonna say um, it was a, a pointless, you know, yeah. because they would have won. They would have scored anyway, but <laughs> they would have scored anyway. Maybe, maybe. They would have scored anyway. But I mean, you know, I don't. Get and, all and look, look, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not disagreeing because I will say that for that the, the main one that I hear all the time, that holding call, that first holding call, yeah. wasn't holding at all. No, I, I, I don't call it holding. No, but the and, second and play, he caught the second. The second play, that's he, he, he caught. Not only did he catch the touchdown, and they, but they, you know, canceled it out because yeah. it was pass interference and you know whatever. So there you go. That that would have been a, a touchdown right there. Yeah, you know. So I'm saying, it regardless. And in, um. The Bengals, I mean, their offense line's not ready. The Rams just had a better team. I mean, you know, we knew, like, at least I knew. I mean, you, we, Bengals can, Bengals fans can pretend all day long. <laughs> you know, I say that because I'm a homer. That's why I said that shit about the refs. I mean, it wasn't bullshit. Was I mad? Absolutely. But like at the end of the day, like you said, uh, they scored before all that shit happened. Like they were, they were outside of that one call it was bullshit that, that one call was bullshit yep but i think they would have scored anyway they were double teaming cooper cup and he still was zinging it in there dude cooper cup is an absolute like he's the best wide receiver in the league There's absolutely nothing you can do. like 100 and that's the thing like Bengals fans are giving eli apple shit right now because he caught cooper cup caught that touchdown who the fuck else stopped him the whole year not a single person. If anybody did, he wouldn't have been as good as he was. No. That's the problem. Like, Absolutely. you can give the eye apple all that shit, but at the end of the day, man, and you know, he did nothing that nobody else did all year long. Nobody and, shut Cooper Cup down. And look, and, and look, the Bengals, you know, aren't, aren't, aren't like, not deserving of praise. They definitely are. Yeah. Because, um, oh, God, why am I forgetting the receiver's name? Um, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, yeah. Huh. Jeez. Um, he fucking killed it. Yeah. He was smoking Ramsey. Yeah. 99% of the game, I think he outran him or just ran, kept fucking tripping. Like, <laughs> 100%. He smoked him. He yeah. was doing a phenomenal job. Exactly. You know, and as you said, their O line, that was it because you saw the last player or whatever. You yeah. know, if they had gone, if and, you know, and he had the time. That game ended the way I wanted to. I mean, Joe Burrow had the ball in his hands with the last, with the time going down. I mean, yeah. I mean, if our offensive line was better, we'd probably go back down there and score the touchdown. You 100% yeah. would. 100%. He, he can throw the ball where it needs to be. Yeah. One. Two, Jamar Chase was already outrunning you know, yeah. Ramsey. So he would have easily caught the ball and returned, you know, gone in for the touchdown. Yeah. So that's without arguing. It is necessarily just the O-line is the, uh, the issue to discuss. Yeah. 
and you know it's a tough o-line or it's a tough job for them yeah because aaron donald and fucking uh uh, or the Von, Von Miller, Von Miller, and fucking Leonard Floyd. Like, I mean, it's not, you, yeah, like the entire. I mean, you just. I think somebody somebody argued that you know it was disappointing that like Aaron Donald didn't really pop off until that last play. I'm like, no, but that's of, the thing. That's that like you may not have seen him make major plays, yeah. but you could see it almost throughout the entire game that he was a key factor to a lot of pressure on Joe Burton. Well that yeah, he was a key factor, a lot of pressure. We were having to take we were having to double team him, take away that's why Von Miller had what? such a good game. One hundred percent we were letting everybody else eat to stop what are you gonna to do to stop you, Aaron Donald? You, you have to double team Aaron Donald, you have yeah. to double team Von Miller, yeah. and you're you're leaving it spaces. It was Exactly. It's just, you it's know, just quote unquote and, too good or whatever. And that's why you, you have say. great players. That's the thing with people can give Aaron Donald shit. Like, am I? Like I said, I'm a Bengals fan through and through. But I, yeah, then you have to look at this realistically. Aaron Donald didn't do shit that whole game, whatever. If that's what you want to say, but he's a great player. And what did he do when he needed him to do it? He made a great play. That's what you have great players for. Look, he came in. I think there was a lot of key defensive plays yeah. where it was either Von Miller or Aaron Donald. In exactly. my mind, that made that key play happen. Exactly. You know? What was it? Like one of the first drives where Von Miller. Um, Tips the throw. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, just key moments that and exactly, and that's what the Rams of. and the Rams built this team to win the Super Bowl. 100%. They said fuck the picks. They said fuck building the future. We're, we we want to win right now, Absolutely. and that's fine. And and that's LA style. The Dodgers are the same way. 100%. Dodgers aren't worried about young talent. They're worried about no. how can we win to how can we win the title now. And that's how it is in LA, and that's fine. Oh, the only team that doesn't seem to understand that is are the Lakers. <laughs> well, you know, listen, 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 listen. listen. You got LeBron. Yeah, AD. You got AD. You got Westbrook. Pretending he's still the old Westbrook. <laughs> you know, and LeBron's just too damn old. Yeah. Hurting himself all the time. <laughs> I don't even know if he's gonna but, make it for Bronny. Yeah, I think he will. He will. But th- my my thing do you is, think, I I don't know if we've already had this talk, but do you think uh, do you think LeBron and Bronny end up on the same team, or do they? LeBron end up... came out yesterday and said that like no matter what team he's going to, I'm going. Like okay, and then like that's the thing is like well, what team would do that? Well, if the team sucks, well, if Bron- depending on where Bronny goes in the draft, right? Like, I mean, he's going to get in the NBA. The, the team is going to take a chance on him because. That it's, means they get LeBron James for a year or course, whatever it is. At least, like you get tickets in the seat, you get tickets sold because LeBron James is going to play on your team. One hundred percent. And it, who knows? It could be the fucking Oklahoma City because he was just praising Oklahoma City yesterday too, which I find is weird because Oklahoma City sucks. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So like, Bronny goes to Oklahoma City. And like, fuck. I mean, why would you not? What else does Oklahoma have going for him? Nothing. Fuck, fuck it, we'll take we'll take LeBron James for a year. I mean, Old fuck. ass LeBron James. <laughs> I, mean, fuck, I don't know. I, I think whatever whatever happens, wherever he goes, whatever we see, I think yeah. we're gonna like it. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna be here to see it. Uh, it's gonna be cool. I'm to gonna see. be here to see it. Yeah. I, want, I want to see you know father and son. I want to see it, so I'll watch it no yeah. matter what. I'll watch it happen. So, but we'll like see. back to the Bengals thing, <laughs> we we over we overachieved. Uh, we're gonna have is the only thing I'm worried about is the front office not spending the money they need to spend. But do I think that they will? I think there's no way in hell that that Super Bowl didn't make our owner Mike Brown a shit ton of money. Oh yeah. So like, if I were him, 
Do I want to make more of that money? Absolutely. So let's give Joe Burrow the team that he deserves. And I mean, let's keep him healthy. I let's not so. have Carson Palmer 2.0. Let's <sighs> fucking make this happen. <laughs> well, absolutely. I think so. I think I think they have to. Yeah. I think they have to. And I don't I don't I don't doubt that uh we'll be seeing the Bengals next year in the Super Bowl again. They're the most uh as of today they were the most bet team on Fox bet to make the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> I, I believe it. No. I believe it. I I would I would bet on the Bengals going back to the Super Bowl over the Rams going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Because like because like I mean, Matt Stafford's kind of they old. build teams to just win yeah. the Super Bowl or you know win the competition, whatever you know win the championship. You know, so is that necessarily you know a lasting thing? Maybe, maybe not. It is what it is. But at least they got their W this year. And I have to say, like, I think the Rams kind of got lucky playing the Bengals because the Bengals had that one fatal flaw, which was, which was a. Uh, I think everyone had that discussion. The line. I think everybody who had the discussion but, was, yeah, man, we just have to make sure about the O line. Yeah, but if the fa- so, if the Kansas City if Chiefs they, were there, I think they would have lost because I could then see you're it. going because Chiefs don't have a good rushing attack either because the Rams sure as fuck don't. No. Uh, then it's then you're literally it's it's Patrick Mahomes versus Matt Stafford. Absolutely. And who's who's and I mean honestly this year I mean that one might have been a little more equal than it should have been, but I mean I think Kansas City would have won that game. I think we could have seen uh, that but, happen. Am I happy the Bengals went? Absolutely. I mean, it was. I never thought I'd see it in my fucking lifetime. So. Listen, I said it right but, before the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was happy that I wasn't seeing Tom Brady, and I'm happy I'm not. I wasn't seeing Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Honestly, I'm happy that the Bengals won. I'm happy that we were in there. Yep. And for the first time in my entire Bengals fandom, I am optimistic that we're going to keep going. <laughs> like, like you know, that's, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. As a Raiders fan. I still don't got that. The <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> we after you fired your coach and your 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 wide receiver fucking plowed through some person's car oh, and then God. your one of your defensive players acted like a crazy person. But hey, you know, you know, look, who day baby? You know? <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. We went through it. It's all good. Yeah. You know, I'm just hoping that. With our our new coach now, and you know we got like I think we hired about several other new coaches. Yeah. We got something good going. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you got Patriots. You got the the Patriots, Patriots uh, offensive coordinator, coordinator Josh McDaniels. I mean, um, you know, we got I mean, a new uh, GM too. I mean, if you think about Josh McDaniels' first in Denver, you know where he decided that he didn't want anybody with a criminal record or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you realize, wow, that leaves about nobody. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So, you know. I think we'll uh, we'll see a good uh, season next year, and yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, as I think a lot of people who know me, you know, I'm mostly focused on uh, baseball, and uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, 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 again, I'm rooting for whoever's against the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm just hoping this uh, lockout ends soon. Not looking too good. Look, man, I get it. You know, players need to get paid the amount that they need to be, you know, just like everybody else in this, you know, country. Yeah. Pay the people what they deserve or what they, you know, should be getting paid, and that's the bottom line. I think way too many people who are in that 1% of the elite owners, CEOs, whatever, I think they get paid too much yeah. as, as it is, you know. I read a statistic somewhere, and I'm not going to, you know, this is 100% from memory, so it's probably wrong. Yeah. But 
you know, we don't have, we can't afford a research team. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't have any money, so I can't pay anybody. If you, if you want to do it pro bono and just come in and here and sit and you know fact check me, that'd be yeah, awesome. You can but, sit in another chair, you know, I'll sit have, on a laptop and I'll fact check chair. everything stupid. Exactly. So <laughs> until then, I'm gonna say some dumb shit. Yeah. But I read somewhere that um, this was back in the '70s. The I think, ugh, and see, I'm, I'm gonna fuck it up. Is either the lowest employee or the highest employee? The pay difference between them and the CEO of a company was like forty, maybe fifty percent. Yeah. Do you know what it is like within the past couple of years? No. Somewhere around a hundred or so. I think I saw that somewhere too. Yeah. I saw. I saw it's over a hundred. It's over a hundred. And look, like I said, that's a rough. Like from what I remember, I could be wrong on some of the numbers, but either way. It's a significant amount yeah. from whatever the lowest or the highest person gets paid. Absolutely. And, and look, I understand, you know, people get paid as a CEO for running the company, but there's a, I think there's a percentage cap. And you know, there's, they shouldn't be cutting it, like jobs and cutting or moving companies to other places to, to thick to when it comes, pockets, but when it comes down there. to it, when it comes down to it, and like when they want to talk about, oh, cost this, cost that. Yeah. Look at your CEO and see how much they get paid. Why does somebody need a billion dollars? Or, CEO, or, a mil- or their CEO, the CFO, like, or the, the CEO is making that, or all the directors. What are they making? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like and, and look, I understand like they should get paid more to be in those positions. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I totally yeah. get like they like you know whatever qualified or you know whatever work they put in. I definitely agree that it should be higher, just but like, reasonably. With baseball, also part of it's kind of like, you know, boo fucking who. You know what I mean? Oh, You're all making I mean, millions. Yeah, they're of making dollars. millions. Yeah, I totally like, get it. You know, like, hey, we want to make more millions. The only thing I have to say with baseball, though, and why I think baseball's owner, baseball's like the owners and baseball's uh, like front office and all that shit. Yeah. Why I think it's so bad is that is like they're outdated. They don't, and they need to understand that the talent is what needs to make the rules, and that's what NFL's accepted. That's what NBA's accepted. Yeah, like, I definitely agree. Like, that. like it, it's definitely like my issue with the MLB right now is like, like you've seen the NFL, like they don't really do lifetime contracts anymore. It's four years. Then okay, maybe I'll sign for another four years. Same with the NBA. I'll do three or four years. Well, then I'll sign me because it gives the players the opportunity to move and like other teams to get a chance to have a bid in that thing. Like well, shit. Bryce Harper signed a ten-year contract with Philadelphia. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. How long did he sign? A ten-year. He's yeah. going to be thirty-eight years old. Thirty-seven. Exactly. Years he has old. no chance. He's going to be at the you know quote unquote whatever you like. I'm sure there's athletes you know that are yeah. defining the the new age of uh, of athlete and everything. Yeah. But Tom Brady's forty-five or whatever fucking years old. Yeah, but I, he's, I he's always done four-year deals. But essentially, it's still just you know. Statistically or whatever, towards the end of your career, you exactly. are He's be thirty-eight. And granted, LA is probably like the best place you can end up. Of course, of course, in your whole career. And, and look, and people have that old, and you know, and it comes from an older person, so yeah. it has an outdated mentality. But they were saying, you know, I, I just was having a conversation with somebody, and he goes, "I remember back in the day when it was, you know, player and team loyalty. 
you stayed with the team your entire yeah. career. Yeah, and it's like, you get that, I get that point, but then like you look at the other side and you, you know, just like you said about moving and everything like that, you know, you, you see both sides see, of it, of like loyalty and, you know. I understand that, and I understand the loyalty yeah. part, but like, that has to come from the owner too. Right. If you have a good team and that guy wants to be there, build the team around them to actually make them win. Because right. It's not fair for you to just say, well, like LeBron, the first time he's in Cleveland, I would have left too, man. That team, uh, uh, Dan Gilbert had no intention of giving him a good team. Well, yeah. And they supposedly were trying, but they were trying the best cost efficient. Yeah, you Most, look like no. You fuck look at that. You, you look at that, and you know, and people it's gotta like, go both ways. And people want to talk shit about LeBron for leaving, and yeah. you know, it's like, oh, that's greedy that he wants a ring and everything. Like that. Well, what's the point of, of basketball? What's the point of playing if I? Why would I just? Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like the love of the game and everything yeah. like that. But okay. The love of the that's game. Not LeBron that's not. That's LeBron not. wants to win titles. Athletes. Yeah. Athletes. It's about winning. And some. You know. And, some and, athletes, and sure, you love the game. Yeah. But you love the game. You love winning. You love. Yeah. Fucking uh, Kobe. I mean, look. Yeah. Kobe spent. His Kobe entire... wanted to win, and he got rid of anybody who didn't want to win with him. But that's the point. Is yeah. he was able. You know, they built the teams for him. Is that that's a good example? You know? Like they and that's they what... kept him there. He stayed there, yeah. and they. Utilized everything. They, they built teams exactly. for him. They got people. He got rid of people. You know, he was you know a key factor. So they and, wanted to do and anything for him. And that's the thing him. with like the Phillies signing that ten year Bryce Harper signing the ten year contract with the Phillies. Was that a money grab on his? Of course. I mean, he's trying to get as much money as he can because he's going to be done with his career. But he signed a ten year contract with them. The Phillies haven't been relevant. I can't even fucking remember when. And they close like, to. Maybe 20. When are they going to build a good team? They've yeah. done nothing to prove that they are going to. You yeah. know what I mean? It's definitely, so like, you know, and I think the bottom line is, I think everything, you know, just goes down to, you have to think about, I think you have to think about the players more. Yeah. You know, well, I, I understand, they need to, I understand as franchises, as, yeah. you know, teams, as whatever, you have to think about money or whatever, or you want to think about money or whatever. But I think the bottom line should always be the player and the fans winning. Winning as a fan. Well, yeah, because that's the fans. Winning yeah. for the fans, you know? Because if you bring a championship, if you bring the trophy, you know, that's for the city. Yeah. People, you have parades and shit. Yeah. You know? and, then they can, and that brings, you know, that the city. Uh, yeah. City. Like they feel they feel like a part of something. Exactly. And then, and like, and that's the thing is like they talk about the loyalty. Well, nobody wants to say loyal to a guy who's not going to put money in to make this team a winner. Right. Like some guys who own teams don't give a shit about it. They're just doing it to make money. Exactly. And okay, if that's what you want to do, they got to figure out a way to weave that out. Obviously, some of these guys are never going to get rid of the teams they have because it's a fucking cash cow. But like, like my issue with like MLB, and now I even have a problem with this with the NBA is like MLB needs to find out a way to keep people interested in watching it. That's because awesome. like I love baseball. I like watching it. It's yeah. good. It's a good sport. Yeah. Do I want to watch every team play 162 games? Absolutely fucking not. Well, also, they need to figure that out. They also, need to... in the in the set in the mindset of um, health for the players. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, because like you're not going to be able to see your favorite players play all the time because nobody can last a whole 162 no. games. You have to rotate. Yeah. You have, that's why so many teams have like how many how many people are on a, on a baseball team? A lot. A shit ton. And because of that reason. Exactly. You know? and, and it's just 
It's it's yeah. It's because they need to shorten it. Like even if it's by like 20, 30 games. I think I think we could do something close to a hundred. Exactly. You know how many how many? Why, yeah. Why can't it be like a hundred and two games? Why does it have to be a hundred and sixty-two? I don't I don't know what the right number is. And don't get me wrong, I love watching baseball from fucking whatever time. You know. Yeah. It's it's a big chunk of the year yeah. because you know it's always on at some point in time throughout most of like you know what March to yeah October but I definitely agree that we should shorten it because you know just for the players just for the attention span you know yeah and, you know I what did they I don't remember honestly but um what was it like a couple years ago they were trying to implement or they were doing the new like overtime like overtime rules and shit yeah everything like that you know cuts off at whatever yeah exactly and and i get it you know and but also on the other hand you know you kind of feel like those are the moments that you remember 25 years like i know where i was you know the night of the fucking world series yeah um when they were when the dodgers were playing against the uh against boston and uh they went into like fucking 18 innings you know yeah and i remember that that stuff i think that can be okay with the championship yeah maybe you know, instead well, of that, like, normal games. Some regular games are pretty good like that, too. Yeah. I think the pitch count, I think they need to give pitchers a set amount of time that they're able to. Every yeah. other team has a play clock. I think they need to do the same thing. Same thing with batters who always back out. Like, I think they need to stop that. Yeah. Like, just little things that make the game last longer. Elongating. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're I think. I think I can. But, like, yeah. they just need to figure something out. Like, even NBA, I think 82 games in the NBA is too much. Like, that is. Yeah. That's a lot. The NBA is a physical sport to expect someone and, and to play know, 82 games. And, you know, on the flip side, there's so many people who wish there was more weeks for the, for the NFL. Yeah, you know, and what we just went to, we went to seventeen games. Seventeen games, um, you know, and, and I loved it. I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah, but like, but like, see, that's the thing with the NFL. I mean, people get hurt, obviously. But the thing with the NFL is, there's only seventeen games, and then it's over unless you go to the playoffs. But if you also think about it, those seventeen games, you're, I think, honestly, NFL, you know, football is a higher risk sport. Yeah. So it's good that there's only 17 games because there's only, you know, in those weeks or whatever that yeah. you can then, get injured. But if you go to the Super Bowl, like, if you don't go to the Super Bowl, you're done in January. Yeah. So then you're like, you have January until like end of June, early July, you're going to workouts then. So you have all that time off. I mean, if you go to the Super Bowl, I mean, your season just ended. Right. But then, I mean, but still, I mean, you're you're off until July. Just into June, early it's definitely, July. It's definitely a little bit easier on them. Yeah. For sure, but you know, I think we just have to um, kind of tweak some things and you know, just get the get baseball. just make the product better. Make the product better. I don't want to watch NBA games where like LeBron James is going to be around forever. I mean, at this point, he might. I don't know, but like, <laughs> but like, I don't want to watch NBA games where LeBron James sits because he's tired, like for rest. Like, they need to figure out a way to like sew up the rate, the NBA season a little bit and like yeah. make it a little more cut and clean. Yeah. I think they should start later and keep playing throughout the end of the year. So that way they dominate this whole lull time between NFL. I think NBA needs to like take advantage of that. And like another thing I heard on another podcast was like the NBA what it struggles with is don't like what day do you associate with football? 
Sunday. Say Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And then Monday night. Monday night football. Sunday yeah. night football. Being there trying to make Thursday night football a thing, but nobody gives a shit about that. I might say Friday. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Friday if you're for high school or if yeah. you're a fan of college. Yeah. you but, college. But each one of those levels has a day that you're like, you know what? That's the day. Right. NBA, what day do you think of for the NBA? Not a single any, fucking any day. day. Yeah. Same thing for baseball, too. Exactly. Well, baseball, like... If they have like Monday night baseball, you're like, okay, well, that's a probably a big deal. It's a big deal game. Or even Sunday night baseball. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I mean there's definitely like I think, you know, they just definitely have too many of like, you know, Wednesday. Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, what the f- baseball's like, on? Like there's just nothing to get you psyched up to watch in season basketball. That's true. You know what I mean? I get they that. they need to like sew up the season. Same thing with baseball. Sew up the season. Right. And make get people excited and find a way to get people excited to watch it. Like, this yep. is a big fucking deal. This is a like you need to care about this game that's in the yeah. middle of August. <laughs> I, I, I think I heard it somewhere. I think I heard it somewhere, but you know, ideally that's what should be done. It's not going to happen because it's all a money grab. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they keep paying, or you know, people keep paying for those games. So it is what it is. But you know, I think if we find a way around it about the money aspect, we definitely should be shortening the games, or at least the season. I mean. You know, shortening the season to less games. Yeah. I don't know specifically about shortening games because, like we said, I th- you know I think there's great games where you like you know they go 18 innings. And yeah. You're like, Holy fuck, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, so I think overall, maybe you know maybe they do some kind of like, you know, only over you know whatever however many innings for normal games, and then how you know the you know and uh, you know the national championship and then the um, the World Series can go for however long. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. You know, Absolutely. again, literally no expert. I'm just an idiot making conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what, man? I think uh, we've been on here for quite a while. I'm yeah. sure people are bored or listening to us. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and uh, cut this thing off. But you know, first I just want to say that you know it was great to have you back on, man. I love love having a conversation with you. You know, yeah. we've all you know we've talked about it. Been yeah. friends for like fucking ten years. You all right, know. So, you know, I struggled through conversations with you, but it's all right. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I put up a good act for the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing you know this is only audio because people would look at your face and be like, "Wow, he is not entertained at all." <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Thanks for keep having me on. No. You know, obviously, thanks for yeah bringing me back on. Of course, man. It's technically our third podcast we've done together. Just the first one didn't work. Well, out as well. as those people who who <laughs> I remember, who I remember from the previous, we talked about the uh, about but, that incident of uh, you know new recording uh, equipment, but right. we we got this working. Hey, but I'm uh, I'm I'm a cool I'm cool being a regular. I'll keep coming. I'll know? always have you as recurring. I guess you can see there's no short of. Uh, of, not being uh, able to talk so. <laughs> absolutely and you know we can definitely do some more uh, we'll, we'll do like maybe a segment of uh, you know uh, f- uh, binge watching the shows or movies or you know uh, oh cool you, you, re- you want to talk review. about you want to talk about shows you want a movie review you want to we could do uh, you want to talk sports Friday uh, fight night something yeah, you want to talk about sports sad. wrestling NFL M- NBA yeah. MLB I'm a little rusty on but I'll talk I'll talk anything I'll talk shop about anything we'll, we'll, we'll get you um, we'll do some pop segments. culture I'm in we'll do, we'll do some segments you'll be my yeah. you'll be the Robin to my uh, Howard that's fine for those who don't understand that's uh, Howard Stern and, uh, <laughs> I don't even know Robin's last name uh, I don't know I don't remember you think she's like to, a you think she's married? a mononym like uh, just one name didn't they used to be married no they didn't used to be married they, I thought they, Robin they, and Howard were married no no they were just co-hosts are you sure? Yeah, I'm very right. sure. Right. I watched. I, I like. I don't know why I thought that I could be making that. shit I watched up. the biography thing on Howard Stern. Oh, well, I'm probably making that shit up. I don't cool know. Cool as fuck. I, mean, I probably want, heard. I mean, Howard, if you want to get married, Howard 
married and Robin all in like within the same five seconds, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, they're all married. They're married, obviously. I mean, if that's Just what it, if that's what it takes weird. to have you as my co-host, then, <laughs> I don't know. no, we already are married. Oh, that's right. Back in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we'll, we'll get you on for some more segments and everything. Have you as recurrent? I'll yeah. always have you. Yeah, Love to good. have you back. But uh, it was good to have you here, man. Yeah. And uh, for everybody listening, love, you know, all the support that no one has shown. Uh, <laughs> it's been great. Those of you who have supported us, thank you. Thank you for listening and uh, putting up with us talking. Yeah. You know, if you guys want to show some more love, you know, like, comment, subscribe. I don't know. I'm not used to that stuff, but. Uh, if you if you want to do whatever whatever shows the love, you guys can uh, show it. You yeah. Know, comment if you want us to talk about certain stuff or you know not talk about certain stuff. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we we might still talk about it, but. Or you know, if there's some movie you want us to break down, yeah, I'm fucking, I fucking I fucking love doing that yeah. for our show. We'll do that and. Uh, but yeah, you know everybody out there, just you know love all the support and everything that you guys you know trying to do this and. Uh, Keep yeah. on, keep it on, I guess. Yeah, be kind to each other. Be kind to each other. Keep uh, spreading the love. Yeah. Uh, as, yeah. as my, my buddy uh, Joe Dierte would say, <laughs> life's a garden. Dig it. <laughs> That's a movie we could do. Here we go. That's a movie we could do. One thing before we go is just uh, just for all you Rams out there, who day, bitch? That's all uh, I got to say. No, 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 no. Rams, Steelers, Browns, Ravens, all you. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and uh, share this to everybody you you love, and uh, if you don't like somebody, go ahead and share it anyway, and make yeah. them listen to it for some reason. Yeah. But, uh, show love. All right. Peace, everybody. See.